Today we have tales to scare you sober. Well, maybe just scare you slightly buzzed. We decided to tell you our drinking horror stories. Tales that probably should have scared us off drinking, but we wouldn't have a podcast without them. So sit back and get ready to think less of us. And while you're at it, have a drink. I told you as soon as we did this show, they'd be coming for me. to have a drink a show where you learn along with us about the glorious drink called beer i'm Brittany lee walker i'm justin frazier i'm christopher walker and i'm casey price oh he's back again <laughs> two times in a row <laughs> i i you know it's fine he can take my place i'm gone have a good night guys you know you couldn't have a uh, a story night without me <laughs> god that this is considering you're the base terrible. of a lot of these stories <laughs> This is terrifyingly accurate in my case. <laughs> oh, so true. So what have you all been up to? I, uh, I'm to understand the two of you have been uh, doing a little brewing. Nope, never seen that man before in my life, officer. That's the story we need to keep straight um, from here on out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, no, I, I had some uh, vacation time, so I headed back uh, to my ancestral homeland uh, back to the mountains, and out in these mountains are uh, this is one Casey Price. Decided to brew a little bit of beer. A mountain man. Back to the haulers. Back to the haulers. That's more accurate. <laughs> Where I can walk behind my house and in five minutes be what you would describe as utter wilderness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you can pee outdoors and nobody says a word. I sent a picture to Chris. It was like, I'm just communing with nature. I was no more than like a Five minute high, five minute walk back to my house. Not not like I could see my house. Five minute walk to the door. <laughs> to be fair, I can pee outside every day at work, and I am working <laughs> in severe urban situations. It's just because it's three o'clock in the morning and no one's awake. I mean, I'm not going to spoil stories for later. So let's just talk about the beer we brewed. Yeah, so we brewed the uh, Braxton's version of that uh, robust porter. Uh, what is it? Blowing Gasket, I think, is their their yeah. name on it. Mm-hmm. You can get yeah, it in cans we, currently. Mm-hmm. We went down. I went down to Casey's. He had all the all the fixins, all the ingredients, and uh, I've gotta say, grinding malt, like especially that that, that chocolate malt, mm. smelled amazing. Oh, yeah, that stuff's great. Um, and you don't use a whole lot either, do you? No, no. I was surprised at how little we ended up actually actually using i think it was about uh, 10 pounds of malt for a three gallon batch or something like that but the mm. we, when you got to the the chocolate malt it was like you, yeah you only use about a third of an ounce and uh and it's it's not much but it gives it a luscious flavor and a wonderful dark color so mm-hmm. looks good yeah uh, i did 
uh, I have never actually brewed anything before, and it was a pretty fun experience to kind of go through there. We we recorded the exciting parts on Twitch, uh, <laughs> and except one part, which happened uh, about a day later when uh, when the rest of the people on the show outside of me went camping. Uh, I mentioned that because I got a text from uh, Casey's wife with a picture of uh, uh, the the jug we were we put everything into and just beer everywhere. And she was like, I don't know what to do. Something happened. <laughs> yeah. That yeast, yeast got a little active on us. Apparently. <laughs> I, I think we just didn't put a big enough hole in our makeshift airlock. Yep. Put a little bit bigger hole in that balloon. <laughs> and I, the way she described it the first time, I thought the balloon was shot. Like I thought it was exploded. So I was like, okay, <laughs> take a lid somewhere put it very gingerly on top, like air needs to get out of this thing, and then go buy a giant bouncing punching ball balloon, cut the bottom off of it, and then just put that over top. And she's like, well, I think the balloon's kind of okay. Then use it again. Just put it back on top and put a hole in the bottom. Yeah. that. Uh, whenever I got home, she still hadn't cleaned up the all the, the spew everywhere and was like, you're dealing with it. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so it was nice it and was- sticky and... Oh yeah, oh it was. It, there was a lot too. Like it wasn't like we. I don't know how much actually volume wise shot out of there, but it was a sizable amount. <laughs> yeah, it was all the yeast parts too, because you know it's top fermenting yeast, so that was that was pretty much what shot out. But That's it seems unfortunate. To... I feel like our, our yeast is necessary for. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's pretty much done its business so far, so it's about ready to be bottled at this point. Mm, that I'll have to be try it question. at some point. It's a hundred plus miles away from me now. <laughs> I'll put it in bottle. Okay. It'll be easy transported. What has everybody else done the last little while? Oh, we went out last night and had uh, pumpkin spice donut beer. <laughs> it w- was a bit too much. There's a bit. <laughs> it smelled amazing. Because it was I'm the- just saying, if something is the definition of too much, it may be pumpkin spice uh, donut beer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was it was so Braxton did a um a fir- they did the firkin of the last Friday of every month and um right. it was the cinnamon toast crunch donut beer that they've done for the month of October in partnership with Holtman's Donuts but they decided to infuse it with pumpkin spice and <laughs> it was a little strong the smells it smelled so much better than it tasted yeah like the smell and just all the pumpkin spice with the uh, cinnamon it all how just- strong was it how strong was it. Was it strong like some sort of animal? Perhaps strong like bull. <laughs> strong like bull. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The it, it was really is, intense. Yeah, the flavors just fought each other in your mouth. Like nothing really went together. You're just like, oh, oh, what's oh? You just taste everything, but nothing blended. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was drinkable. Like it was completely drinkable. It just it wasn't what my mind made it out to be. Which is, I mean, it's, that's why they do the firk and stuff. They do the experimentation. So, like, not all of them turn out amazing. So, like that that one and like the one weird Hefeweizen thing that they did, I, I haven't liked so far. Hmm. Now, I will say just a few hours ago, I went to my, my favorite watering hole of uh, Hopcat and just went through a multitude of styles, I feel like. I went from from dark sour ale to uh, passion fruit Hefeweizen <laughs> to porters. Hmm. Jeez. I, Drink to drink to drink. I have to think that some bartender thinks I'm just schizophrenic when it comes to my taste buds. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Sure. But you have a lot of food with it, though, you said. 
I did. Okay, if anyone ever goes to Hopcat, can I just say get the get the barnyard burger? It's scrambled eggs, bacon on top of it, on a burger with toasted meat and some sort of cheese sauce. It's horribly messy, but it's so good. See, I thought you were gonna say to get the crack fries, and I'm like, well, duh. Also, no. crack fries like that comes with it. Like, you can barely order anything and not get crack fries there. Yeah, oh, they're so good. <laughs> I got done, I ordered an extra order, went out in the back of the alley, got a little... Like, I just got them frozen, and I had a had a lighter and a spoon. I just cooked them there. <coughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> Sorry. I know, the the heroin crack fry joke always... No, it was worse. So I'm, I'm like, getting over an upper respiratory infection. And he has this, uh, this tendency to scare me. Um, <laughs> because I startle... Easily. No, no, it does, it's not even trying. It's I walk out of the other room and stand there for a second looking at her, trying to figure out what she's doing. She turns around and sees me and, like, goes to scream. But it's like... <laughs> 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 or, like, uh, it, like I'll scream and, and partially squeak, and then the voice goes, and then the coughing starts, and it's a bad time. I feel like, Chris, you have the same problem I have, which is people have told you, told you in the past... You need a bell on you or something. You're moving <laughs> way too quiet. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I'm I'm a large man that's built for stealth. It's the beard. <laughs> Make any sense? It's like a sign. Comes from comes from your your Sasquatch ancestry. Yes, we're all trained to be very stealthy moving about the woods. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, let's let's talk about something uh, to the season right now. We found a nice little article to kick things off here uh, for ten Halloween beers. Woo! These aren't, like, the best or anything. It's just, it seems to be straight Halloween up. beers. And though, Halloween beers. Though this may be posted after Halloween, you still have, like, that full week to enjoy all this stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, mean maybe, maybe you're enjoying it on All Saints Day. There you go. I mean, we're not going to a Halloween party until the 4th, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, after. <laughs> but uh, first beer on this list is Dawn of the Red from Ninkasi Brewing. Sure. Yep, Ninkasi. All right, I said it right. Woohoo! Uh, the logo on it is kind of funny. It's the Dawn of the Dead logo with uh, devil horns hand. Yeah, it's like not not head. actual devil horns, but someone like yeah. their hand throwing the devil horns, flashing up the old Dio. Yeah, <laughs> Dio, can you? Never mind. I'm not breaking into Tenacious D right now. We have a show to do. I'm lost and so alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what else is on this list? I mean, that's a that's a red IPA that was on there, which I'd be willing to try. Yeah, there. I think there's a few of those on here because people like the play on words they can do with that. Uh, the next one going more in the punk direction uh, with Punk in Drublick. They said that the brewers uh, from Coronado Brewing uh, love that album from No Effects. That is like their. Well, arguably their best album was Punk and Drublick. But yeah, uh, that's what they named that beer after. <laughs> now, the 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 best named one is uh, also from Con, uh, Coronado Brewing of the Evil Dead Red. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. That's Alesmith. That Alesmith. No. Oh, it's Alesmith. Sorry, Alesmith. I was reading yes. the, the, the picture that's from Evil Dead else. Red from Alesmith. Uh, yeah. I think we have a bottle of this. Yeah, it's Does, in the storage. Do you have Do you have to open it with one hand as a as a chainsaw? 
<laughs> if only. No, it's in our. I feel so bad about this. Still, we got like we did the beer swap with Brian, and we bought a whole crap ton of beer as well. And it's all just sitting in there because this is when we like we came home. And we were so busy that we've never been able to get to everything, and now we just look in the closet, and it's just this massive beer, so we've had to put a hold on the purchasing of all beer. Like, we're we're in the midst of wet hop season, and cool. I can't bring myself to buy any, because I'm like, no, the, the closet's stuffed, and we have to get through this backlog before we start into anything else. Like, well, the only beer buying right now is, like, absolute rare stuff that's coming out, or things that we have uh, episodes planned around, or events. Okay, so I'm coming up next week. I'll see if I can make a dent in any of your stuff. You better, boy. You better. <laughs> Shouldn't be a problem. Uh, okay, liver. We got this. <laughs> Seeing as which, because of this, uh, the next beer on the list, uh, Zombie Dust from Three Floyds. Actually, I had to pass up buying. They had maybe a case of it out at Party Source when this, I was out shopping around. And because this was, of... they, they, they had this potentially on draft at Hopcat. And it had their patented uh, no no beer for you stamp. I was like, oh yeah, no, they're out. And I saw Zombie. I was like, yeah, no duh. <laughs> yeah, it sells out ridiculously fast. They had maybe a case of it there, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, it's delicious. I know this from bottles anyway. I can say I'm apparently I don't like it on draft, but I love it from bottles. And I thought about it for a second. And I was like, nope, too much beer to get through. I'll be able to find it some other time. So I just had to pass. But yeah, Zombie Dust, the next one on this Halloween list. I think it's just through names. Is what yeah. I'm going with this. Basically. Um, the next one is called Massacre from Wolverine State Brewing Company. What state is Wolverine State? Is, is it Canada? Because that's where, that's where James Howlett, a.k.a. Logan, a.k.a. Wolverine, is from. Do we, do we need another aside right now to talk about that trailer? Because I cannot wait for that oh, movie. Oh, man. Old Man Logan-style movie. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, God. If the, it could just be a silent film and they're just playing Hurt covered by Johnny Cash the whole time, I'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'll just I'll just have it out in the theater. Like, oh, jeez. Oh. Okay, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> so back to Wolverine beer. Wolverine State is, uh, I think, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yep. All right, then. Ann Arbor is not its own state. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> loggers don't get enough love. It's true, but luckily we have Wolverine State Brewing. Since when do loggers not get enough love? They, well, like I've I've made this case before. There's not as many craft loggers. I don't think that's true. It's more about I like but ales and uh, stouts. This is a barrel aged Imperial Dark Lager. Yeah, it's like they threw every phrase you could that make a craft craft beer <laughs> drinker buy it before they hit lager. That's like. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll yep. take whatever it is. It says imperial. It says barrel aged imperial and dark. I'll have ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, the Bear Witch Project from Witch's Hat Brewing Company. First of all, great label, great name, Cutest and label ever. I had to look this up. Another Michigan brewery. Of course. I mean, Michigan. Michigan's for drinkers. Yeah. Michigan's big with it, and I stumbled across because uh, New Holland kept tweeting it out a link to some kind of episode of some uh, beer web series they were on. I had to look because I was like, oh, what's this web series? I started looking it up. And it's an entire web series put on by, oh, who was it? Meyer and someone else. This is the most Michigan-sounding thing I've ever heard already. Well, it says they cover craft breweries all across America. No. They're two seasons in, and they've still never left Michigan. (laughs) 
that like this Michigan whole... is Michigan is like neck deep in breweries. It's yeah, either it's... that thick in breweries or this whole series is just based on it. But either way, like every episode's two or three breweries and they cover pretty much everything. And it's it's all right. You get to see inside the tap rooms and the hosts aren't the most knowledgeable about their topics. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're just... not the most knowledgeable about anything. <laughs> well, no. But they're just like talking faces like, oh, they're both pretty. So I can watch this for, you know, 15 minutes. Mm. But yeah, we may end up linking to some of that stuff because it is like they do get the brewers on there talking a bit. Okay, can I say for the next beer on this list that uh, this brewing company needs to stop making this beer and start making the beer that me and Casey, oh, like, yeah. that well, we Coco's need. gone and never coming back. <sighs> but they are going to... Gonna... I wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat saying El Coco, and I need that beer. <laughs> Okay, the, the brewer we're talking about is Cigar City Brewing Company, and it's uh, Odorous Ale Guar Beer. Mm-hmm. But uh, they are, on this Monday, going to have Cigar City, I think it was chocolate or cacao porter on the Rare Keg Monday over at Party uh-huh. Source. It needs to be a coconut cream ale. That's all I want. That's right. <laughs> Well, we'll slip into the next one, which was what I had last night. Uh, Enjoy by 1031, Enjoy by Halloween, Tangerine IPA from Stone Brewing Company. The, I mean, they're, the Enjoy Buys are they're fresh. They've got a nice little citrusy bit in them. They're, they're just fantastic, refreshing. I want to show up at All Saints Day at a liquor store and go like, oh, you still have some of this Enjoy Buy? No, I'm not getting that. <laughs> oh, no, they can't. They can't sell it. Like it, the, it gets bought back. Distributors buy it back, and I think Stone buys it back from distributors. After I'm the just date. saying, Nick, you might find a lazy liquor store that hasn't quite cleared the shelf at the end of the night. On that note, I found okay. We did we actually run the story or did I back out of running the story about uh, was it Stillwater that had the someone had the I missed the old Kanye. Oh yeah, we, they, we we talked about how they they yanked it, it from shelves. It, yeah, liquor store up here still has like two cases of it out on the shelf. <laughs> Buy that. Buy that now. I don't care about what sort of hold you're on. I will reimburse you. It's like four, right. 14 bucks a bottle. I'll but they've got it. And it got pulled because okay, of the Okay, me label. and Casey will both reimburse you. <laughs> so, I mean, if anyone's interested in buying beer that has been recalled, there's nothing wrong with the beer. It's just because of the label, which I have a feeling, you know, the bottle will be kind of a collector's item eventually. Yeah. Okay, enough All right. aside. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Trick or Treat by Evil Genius. Chocolate Pumpkin Porter. I mean... That sounds great. That, that's fine eh, with me. It sounds like two things that I'm just kind of okay about. I think I could get behind the chocolate pumpkin. The, the pumpkin spice and chocolate, I think those go to go together better than the standard ale, like caramelly. Yes, and especially in the form of a porter. I found, yeah. found that pumpkin is best in porters than anything else. Yeah. I'm just saying, why do pumpkin? You could do peanut butter. God, <laughs> I want some more of that. I find that pumpkin's <laughs> best in my stomach. <laughs> pumpkin is a dish best served in beer. And in my stomach. And cold. This is our gourd uh, weekend, by the way. We're, like We realized we hadn't chipped into, like, hardly gotten into our pumpkin beers. So it was like, no, we put it all in the fridge. And it's like, it's all pumpkin beer this weekend. All right, and what's what's last on this list? Hopzite Autumn IPA from Deschutes Brewery. Once again, Delatter's snubbed from a list of... <laughs> As sorry, always. I, I, I know. I'm sure there's someone out there that's like, I can't stand this joke, but I have a deep internal sickness, and I can't <laughs> stop it. Yeah, uh, 
Okay, so you just need to go ahead and start into ladders. I mean, come on. Yeah, <laughs> just the, that'll be the brewery name. We're we're not talking about your first amber beer though. That's <laughs> that title no. is under wraps. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The Hopside Autumn IPA is an autumn IPA. Um, That's 100% gourd-free, which is the way Deschutes decided to roll with that one. And I like it. I got one. The Lighter's IPA is 100% gourd. It's literally a a pumpkin. It's a pumpkin with a straw. You can't even drink anything. The straw's in there, but you, I mean, there's no liquid. It's just a pumpkin. <laughs> you just like try to like suck a suck a whole seed through a straw. It's, it's like those old orange commercials where they would just stick a straw in the orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, exactly what it is. What the hell kind of straw is that? <laughs> serious. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's some uh, some fun Halloween beers. If you need some ideas, so let's go ahead and roll into the news. <laughs> Got to change that bumper. So, our first story, uh, another big one that has rolled out, uh, Christine Perch. Perich? Perich, I think. Perich, yeah. Uh, CEO of New Belgium is stepping down after only being at the helm for a year. Uh, Yeah, didn't we talk about her in our New Belgium episode, about her being the CEO? Yeah. Yeah, um, apparently she was picked uh, years ago by the past CEO, which was one of the founders, and they had been grooming her for years to be CEO. And then after only a year at the helm, she steps down. She stepped down or was she forced out? Well, let's get into that. Uh, she will depart the organization to, quote-unquote, pursue other opportunities the company so announced So forced today. out. That is, yes, that is usually the what is used in companies when they don't want to say, this person was just fired. But... <laughs> It's. I, mean, I have seen pursue other opportunities used in other situations where the person did not leave of their own accord. Right. Okay, the, the Colorado headquartered brewery, which also maintains a production facility in Asheville, North Carolina, which opened under her leadership mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and is ranked by the Brewers Association as the country's fourth largest craft outfit, has yet to appoint a replacement. While it searches for a new CEO, the executive team will handle daily planning and operations, the company said in a release. All I'm saying is, guys, there's a job opening right now. (laughs) Pretty sure they'll hire from within. The crazy thing is it says she was instrumental in helping the transition to being 100% employee-owned. So that's kind of odd. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, and people like – I mean, people see that as a positive thing. That was years ago. Yeah, Yeah, um, she may have done that before she was CEO. It may have been – it may have been one of those. Uh, oh, it does I don't say want to say that she did not do yeah. a good job. I'm because I don't know. I don't. I don't know the inner workings of New Belgium. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, she's doing the but there, I was say, but there's a concept called the the Peter Principle, which is you're higher to your highest level of incompetence. Yes, and so maybe she wasn't cut out to be CEO. Maybe she was a really good mid level executive or like high level executive, but not the best CEO. Mm-hmm. Possibly, yeah. or uh, maybe she was, and New Belgium decided not to do it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she had been with the company for 16 years, and previously served as the, as the company's chief operating officer, chief financial officer, and president. Oh, so she served a lot of big roles in this company. So that's crazy, then. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, there hasn't been any huge missteps that we've seen publicly. Yeah, but okay, I will say there was like that that watermelon beer. That was actually pretty good. I saw that and went, no, New Belgium, you've gone too far. It wasn't as bad as the watermelon one from, uh, oh, God, Ballast Point. 
Ugh. Oh, the watermelon, uh, the watermelon Dorado. Dorado. Yeah. All right. Uh, they had to say we appreciate and will miss her many contributions. Uh, we wish her the best of luck and are fortunate to have had a strong executive team that will keep us focused on our immediate plans. There's that part of my brain that hears that quote and says she got kicked to the curb. I hear that and I'm like, she got a better offer somewhere. She got a, a big buyout from somebody else and was like, nope. No, my theory. I would prefer that actually be the case. Yeah. My theory is the because when we were there, we had to have the employee owned thing explained to us again a little bit better by an employee, and uh, they don't get like they. It's employee owned, which is essentially they have stock, but it's not publicly traded or anything like that. Yeah. And they get the cash amount for essentially their shares when they leave. Like, they can't touch it until they leave the company or until they retire. My thought yeah. was she's been with the company in such high positions for so long, the amount she had was just to the point where she was like, I can leave now and never have to do anything again, and just kind of gave them the guns and walked off. Mm-hmm. I could be completely uh, wrong. I mean... <laughs> it'll be interesting better. to see if she come, crops up in another story in the next six months about, yeah. like, hey, Taking the, the president of whatever, yeah. You know, we huh? could see uh, Christine Parrish now in charge of Stone. Yeah, suddenly. That would be really interesting. Comes to Stone yeah. to whip things into shape. Uh, following the board of directors and ESOP. <laughs> well, and like I say that, and I scroll down in the article, and it says like Dogfish last week. Dogfish head CEO Nick Bentz announced he would depart at the end of last year, and in August, Stone announced that uh, former POM wonderful president uh, Dominic Engels is the new CEO. I'm like uh, replacing co-founder Greg Koch, and I was like, yeah, no, we could just or Cook, we could just like there's this whole weird trading CEO oh, yeah. scene. Yeah, it's really weird to see what's happening with that. But, I mean, I don't know what it's doing with the beer. I mean, we see new interesting things coming out, but from how things work at New Belgium, I don't think it's really going to change a whole lot. I feel like head brewmaster is the thing that that directly affects us. That's more of a big deal, yeah. Yeah. um, Unless, like, the new CEO goes, you know what we should do? We should be in less markets, and they cut New Belgium. (laughs) Which is absurd, yeah. Well, this article gets a little more tinfoil hatty about things, even more than we are. Uh, This is from Brewbound, by the way. Uh, Where they're bringing up, oh yeah, she's leaving less than a year after New Belgium had considered selling. So they're trying Mm -hmm. to say maybe a sellout is imminent. She saw this coming. I'd look for that. And packed up and left before any kind of sellout happens because she may have realized her shares... It's at peak value right now. She's going to get the most, and she's just or abandoning ship. I mean, yeah. maybe she just—that's part of the the sell that's behind the scenes. In three three weeks, you may hear the announcement, but she has to leave before, and they have to, you know, bring or in maybe, somebody from Budweiser, whoever it's going to be. Or to maybe them. it was less of like a financial decision, and they were like, you know, you know, like the rest of the board was like, we're going to sell, and she went, if you're going to sell, I'm out. Okay. And, yeah, very. Just like cashed out, it's like, oh, screw you guys, I'm out. If yep. they if they sold anything though, I don't get just given the company culture there and the passion that we just saw in like so many of the even like I, I'm sure the board has to be this way because the board also includes the founders. Like 
I don't think it would ever be to Anheuser Busch slash InBev. But yeah, it could be, you know, whatever the the mass conglomerate is that owns, um, oh, what is it, the the Kona Brewing Company and all those. Well, oh, it yeah. could be. It could. Red they Hook. could go the Dogfish Head route where they they didn't sell to like one of those companies, but they did the. They sold an investment. Yeah, company. yeah, yeah. They, so they did. Just the, so they well, they didn't some... sell the whole thing. They sold a partial. Right, right. Yeah. And that's just to, to help with money, essentially. That would it would break my heart to see them do something like that because yeah. the fact that they're employee owned and they are just championed as, and no, like when we were there, they were building uh, a clinic for their employees. Because they get free health care. It's included yeah. when you're there. And they were uh, they have offices right now because they have a doctor on staff uh, yeah. and two nurses. And they said, oh, we're in the process of building them a clinic on site. And, yeah, there was like, we were like, oh, it's all this construction. They're like, oh, no, it's a, it's a new yeah. clinic for all of us. And even Man. our tour guide, who had recently been hit by an SUV while he was biking to work, <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for the clinic to be opened. <laughs> He's like, my my friends just moved to Asheville. I'm going to have to follow them now and go work at the Asheville They're location. still hiring. They're still hiring yeah. at the Asheville location, so... Oh, God. I can't move farther away from you guys. Right. <laughs> That's a better excuse for us to go to Asheville. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. What's, what's next in news? I think We've we... lingered. We've lingered. Uh, this story is one that's been hanging on the tip of my brain for a while. I've actually had several people sending it to me going, hey, you should feature this on the show. But there's always been, like the past month or two of beer news has just been this flood of epic CEOs stepping down and switches and like people selling out, all this stuff. It's been crazy, and this story's always just kind of taken a backseat. It's been cats and dogs living, living together. together. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. <laughs> But yeah, and then Justin had already put it in the dock, and I was like, all right, let's just go ahead and do it. He's already put it in there. Like, no, there's no reason to not do this. But it's a good one. Uh, Brewers recreate a uh, 2,500-year-old beer found in a tomb. Uh, uh, yeah, I love stories like this. It could be the biased in me, the whole archaeologist thing, but... Uh, Bettina Arnold was excavating a grave site in Germany when she made an amazing discovery. No, it wasn't precious jewelry or a treasure map, but a bronze called... Can we just take an aside? It's never a treasure map. It may be a precious jewelry, but it's never a treasure map. You don't know, Chris. One day it's going to be a treasure map. Like, somehow the paper has survived that long, and we're going to go on a crazy magical adventure. No, the Brits took all the interesting crap. Hundreds of years ago, they raided the world of interesting crap and put it in one place known as the British Museum. It's an amazing actually, place. I, I suggest you go. That's super accurate. Uh, <laughs> They're like, let's take the world's riches and put it in one place. Yeah, no, that's that's the most English thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they found a bronze cauldron full of 2,500-year-old beer. It's okay. A, I hate that, that quote. Is, that is cellaring done right, Chris. Indeed it is. Uh, I hate this quote. It's a BYOB afterlife, you know. You didn't have to read it, man. You could have just went right past it and ignored that line, because I saw that and I went, you know what, maybe we shouldn't read this article. Maybe we should just burn this whole site to the ground. We're going to do another aside right here, because it bugs me about that, that that has to be something an editor at NPR plugged in. Look, oh, this is funny. Let's just do that. No, because the archaeologists working would have known cultural norms of what was happening here, and it's, you know, they're taking it with them to have to drink throughout their entire afterlife because, you know, they believe they can take... They may have said it at at some point as a joke, because it does have, you know, Arnold told NPR, and then 
Or it could just be NPR know. with their bad bad joke. Could be just be NPR. I don't know. But that 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 line bothers me throughout the I keep reading the rest of the article and I just keep glancing back up there going, God, that that line. But the next one's kind of accurate in the quotes that was told to NPR. Uh, you have to be able to sort of throw a party when you get there. And it's like, yeah, no, you have to drink for the, your entire afterlife. Yeah. So, I mean, our graves are going to have to be huge because I'm going to need, like, a truck full of kegs. Well, we, we've joked that uh, uh, one of our friends, when he dies, we're going to cut a keg open in half, put him in it, and uh, send him down a river and <laughs> give him a Viking funeral with beer and delicious sweets. Well, light the... that air, light that arrow at the end of uh, with a marshmallow at the end, and mm-hmm. set his thing ablaze. <laughs> I, I want that one. We're talking about Ian, right? Hmm? Are we talking about Ian? We are. I was trying not to say names. No, no, I'm naming him. <laughs> Although the beer was 2,500 years old and most likely a bit skunky, Arnold still wanted to wanted to taste. So she decided to recreate the ancient ale with the help of a paleobotanist. And a Wisconsin brewer. Now, look, I totally get what she's thinking because I'd be like, "Oh man, I know it's not not at all consumable, but I need to get me some of that." <laughs> the cauldron held about fourteen liters of fluid, so the paleo. This is what this is what blows my mind. Fourteen liters? Like, was <laughs> it? First off, was it still liquid? And if so, that's twenty five hundred years of. Evaporation that yeah, never took place. But that's you got to keep in mind. It was supposed to be an amount equivalent to keep their thirst quenched for their entire afterlife. So for like, oh no, eternity. I'm saying like, was it still liquid after, or did it? It said held about. Did did it hold that when they discovered no, it, or hold that whenever they? That's that's what it held. That's There's, what it held when they found it. I would assume. No, yeah, I was gonna say there, there would be like you would have to scrape residue off the side okay, of the container. That, that makes more sense. No liquid left in there. If there was 14 liters of fluid left, <laughs> holy crap! There was 14 layers of uh, 14 liters of fluid left. We like we'd be celebrating Hanukkah about this beer. Yeah, yeah they, they knew something we didn't. <laughs> well, you never know. It could have been sealed in like beeswax or something. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Uh, the paleobotanists had plenty to analyze uh, and decipher the ingredients. They discovered the brew is most likely a brego, braggot, braggot, braggot. Okay, there I was trying to be fancy with it, which is made from honey and barley with a hint of mint. Who? Basically, a uh, braggot in this situation or in this way, it's like uh, a mead plus beer with herbs mm. and spices. Mm. That. Might be all right. Nope. How many herbs and spices? Like 11? <laughs> 11 herbs and spices. The colonel makes a braggot. Yeah. <laughs> you can take all those fake Man, honey packets. I want, I want Braxton to make a braggot and call it the colonel. <laughs> yes. And it'd be like 11 herbs and spices. Oh, jeez. Yes. Well, they're doing a Nashville hot thing now. Whatever. Oh, okay. We don't, need, we don't need to get in a chicken discussion. Have a chicken. Uh, don't we? Let's yeah. This have is a Kentucky. Chicken. It's our new show, guys. We're changing midstream. <laughs> don't cross the streams. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Arnold took the recipe to Brewmasters. Chad Sheridan and his team at Lakefront Brewery in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So, okay, the route they took is the most roundabout thing, since you know Dogfish Head has the connections to do this kind of stuff and has been doing this kind of stuff. Like that's one thing that made me kind of scratch my head. And go, why didn't they go to the company who's brewing these kind of beers already and already has an archaeologist on, well, not on staff, but that they consult to get these things made? Maybe, 
Locality, I'd say. Probably nearby. There's maybe that. There's also, like, in my head, I, I, I think about how academia can tend to work. And, like, no, I'm not sharing credit. And if their archaeologist has to consult on this, he's going to have rights on that paper. And I ain't having that. Exactly. Kind of right there. It's like, who gets credit for the, you know, the papers that are going to be published? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's where my brain goes. I was like, no. Like, that's... It's a dog eat dog world in academia. And oh yeah, kill a man. It's it's pretty. The nuts. only way it's the only way I could have ever gotten a job as a history teacher was to murder someone <laughs> that's, and take their job. Kind of how it goes, <laughs> man. It's it is rough. They, history professors die in their desk. <laughs> the only way you get you get in. <laughs> Sheridan mm. brewed the Bavarian suds for seven hours, yeah, and let it ferment for two weeks. Finally, two weeks. Two weeks. The drink, 2,500 years in the making, was ready to be tasted, and according to NPR's Bonnie North, it wasn't all that bad. <laughs> the result was a smooth and pleasant, almost like a dry port, but with a minty herbal tinge to it. It also packed an alcoholic kick, North said. Uh, sadly, this was a one-time brew for the folks at Lakefront, as ancient ales aren't big with the kids these days. <laughs> you don't know what kids are talking about. I Oh, God, I'm almost 30. <laughs> Tell it to Dogfish, who, again, like, I'm out at the liquor store, and there's, bam, a brand new ancient ale from Dogfish. And I'm just like, oh, crap. And it's like, it was the week after we did the Dogfish episode. And I'm just like, nah. How could you do this to me? <laughs> oh, yeah, here it is. But Arnold hopes to develop a class at University, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee where students can recreate ancient brews and then party like it's for 50 B. God all right, no, that's it. NPR, we're done. <laughs> burn, burn this article. We've we've never used, we've n- never used an NPR article, and uh, we might not ever again. Oh my god, the mo- uh, Okay, never mind. I'm not going to get into a long rant about how how awful that is. Uh, instead, all I want to say is I want to audit that class. Right. Right. I'd just like uh, to sit in. I mean, come on. Oh, who was it we saw earlier again that's offering? Um, oh, jeez. I saw it when we were digging for stories, but there's some university that was offering uh, classes in, it was like brewing sciences or something. I'm pretty sure it was in Michigan. So I was, was going like, to say, was it in Michigan? Yeah, I was like, crap, Probably. that makes sense. <laughs> we were talking about that being a, uh, a thing. I remember that. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, um, uh, is it UC? Yeah, University of Cincinnati does it too. Really? Hmm? Need to audit that class. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, our last story is one. Uh, we actually got it from The Verge. But oh. this is the one that's made some headlines. Uh, Uber's self-driving truck company just completed its first shipment, 50,000 cans of Budweiser. Okay. Mostly like a tech story that links to beer. On On the one hand... I'm kind of okay with a self-driving car. On the other hand, couldn't we be shipping better beer than Budweiser? <laughs> well, this is, I mean, the story, the the headline says it all. I mean, we can, the journey was only 120 miles for those who are curious. I mean, progress is made in small steps. It's not all one giant leap. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, Sometimes you got to kill a dog when you're trying to get to the, get to space. You got to smash a couple puppies. I just ask UPS. But this is, I mean, you can see where a large company like Anheuser-Busch can do something like this because of, you know, they have a mass amount of money behind them. 
and they can push these kind of innovations forward. Again, we're kind of anti-AB InBev because they own the world. But we're getting these kind of innovations. I mean, innovations. they own the parts that Marvel and Disney oh, – sorry, not Marvel, but Disney doesn't own. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's pretty much AB InBev and between, Disney. Yeah, between uh, – what is it? Pepsi, Lay's, and uh, Coke, and Disney, and Budweiser. There's really not much left. Yeah, they, they – if you think that's – a bold statement, then you <laughs> Start need to... looking at their subsidiaries. It's like yeah. it's not quite 10 companies. Oh, Nestle. You, know? you got to put Nestle in there. Then you got to oh, crack yeah. open uh, John Stewart's book. Oh, uh, America the Book. America the Book, where he has a breakdown of... Who owns everything. And that's the, probably gotten just crazier Ameri- now. Yeah, the American companies. This, Yeah, because that's over a decade old, that book was. Yeah. But shows how just like a few companies in America own the entire country. Yeah. You got your right there in town where you are. You've got Johnson and Johnson, and they like Procter have competing. Yeah, Procter and Gamble. Uh, oh. GE has a Procter huge... and Gamble owns a crap ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah, they compete in like even their dishwashing liquids all compete against each other. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We got Kroger here. We've got uh, Macy's is headquartered here. We've got there's all kinds of stuff around Cincinnati. Yeah. Kind of crazy. So, but about the self driving truck. <laughs> yeah, back right, on the actual say. story. <laughs> anyway. Anyone else feel a little awkward about having 35 tons of, uh, you know, computer-driven whatever riding no. behind you? No. I don't. I, for one, welcome our new robot overlords. Yeah, so I'm... I've been keeping up with these stories on DTNS, Daily Tech News Show. Uh, I'm going to pimp that show out because I listen to it every morning. Because anyone listening to this doesn't listen to DTNS. Well, you never know. Come on. Um, but, okay, so and I, I had to find it in the article, like, the reasoning behind it. And it says, um, so... Uber bought Auto, O-T-T-O, and Auto's, uh, Auto is the, the thing doing self-driving um, trucks specifically. So it says their mission is to make the trucking industry safer. It says 94% of fatalities are caused by human error. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's, I, there's a, I am all on board with this, honestly, especially with truck there's drivers. A, there's a line in this article um, where someone says, let me try to find it real quick. Uh, well, there's the 94% human error issue, but uh, someone says uh, something along the lines of it was it was super nice to see a large truck stay within the lines for the entire trip. Right. And it's nothing against truck drivers. My dad was a truck driver for the longest time, but he would even tell me, he's like, you don't understand like how exhausted you get. And sometimes if the other guy is more tired than you, you have to sacrifice your sleep, like, and they're only a- allowed to drive so many hours as it is, but that can still get to you, you know? Because well, it's like, 14, uh, you're allowed to drive 14 hours. Yeah, tra- uh, DOT regulations. Yeah, and before I'm, you have I'm, to pull over for a 10-hour break. Yeah, but let's say if you have to pull over and you don't really get that much sleep. I mean, like, anything could be getting in the way of that, you know? Truck, truck drivers have the reputation for where... Um, Multiple little, uh, what were they? Is it yellow jackets? Is that the amphetamine name oh, yeah. for? Yeah, yeah. Like they, yeah. You would you would have to pop just so you'd stay alert a little bit longer, so you wouldn't have to trucker meds. Yeah, I mean, hell, after we did our road trip, like that, we had we were on so we had chocolate covered espresso beans, um, and that we were eating monsters like, and all kinds of the Starbucks canned drinks. It's like not easy shots. to do. But, I mean, the important thing here to remember, though, is that there is also a person in the back seat. There is yes. someone there in case something happens. 
The thing is, I, I always think of that that person in the back seat in case something happens is a half step. Like it's the uh, hmm. until we get enough statistics that's like we don't need that person. Well, well, that's yeah, what you, for law, most most laws say that there has to be someone there to take control. Most laws now. I'm thinking like 20 years from now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, but at that point, I, the other thing that I talked about on, on DTNS is like um, it, there's also that comfort level because so many people until it's probably going to be another 10 years because everybody's trying to do this right now that um, people don't want to look over. People, first of all, feel slightly uncomfortable being in the car and they're not being a driver. You know, uh, if they're in the back seat of like a regular Uber, there's nobody in the passenger seat. Like it's going to take a minute for there not to be that safety net feeling of having someone else there. That's the thing, though. With this, there was a person in the driver's seat. Yeah. And the truck yeah, only we... went uh, of the 120 miles, 100 of it was completely the truck on its own. I have a feeling that was completely it on the open road. Like the person so, was there to get it out of populated area and then bring it back into populated area to make the delivery. And I think in this article it mentions that there was a there was a a, a, a police officer. I think like a state trooper. Or yeah, something. right. It right. had an escort. Yeah, nearby to make sure everything was on the up and up. And I think he's the one that made the quote of like, it "Stayed in the lines. It was amazing." Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can't. But blame when him. I think the 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 thing I'm I'm thinking of is. You know, everyone's like, oh, self-driving cars. I'm like, yeah, but I'm totally cool with that. Oh, yeah, no. I, I am too. You know, like, I think about where we grew up, and would you feel safer with a computer driving all those coal trucks? Or would you feel safer with some guy that's super tired? <laughs> on meth. Right. <laughs> on meth, essentially, driving. You know, it depends on the road. Like, if I'm going up Abbott, no, no one else is going to get this except the four Okay, no, if I'm I going totally up, get this. If Keep I'm going, going up Abbott, I want, I want the guy who's driven Abbott his entire life behind the wheel of that truck because he knows every turn, he knows how it's going to feel on the truck. doesn't matter how tired he is. He's driven that road while asleep before. Okay. That's fair. If if I'm in the other lane of the truck, I would feel much safer. If I'm behind the truck that's driving up in a terrible area like Abbott, I think the the self-driving car would be too safe, and I couldn't get anywhere because I'm stuck behind it trying to drive somewhere. That's okay. That's another part of it. But at the same time, like I don't know, in a in a non-rural setting, uh, we've had enough um, slightly frightening Lyft and Uber rides in which <laughs> I would much rather have had a yeah. not person in the driver's seat. That's why so. you need to go walk with me and Chris after every event. Well, not even right. that. Like we, one of the rides that we had to one of the FC Cincinnati games, we were just like, "What is even happening right now?" Or like some of the times we've come back from OTR and we Uber back because, you know, we it's not close enough to for us to walk, but um, and and usually the Uber there is fine, but like for some reason, like later at night, uh, the Uber and Lyft drivers, it, it doesn't matter which one it is. It's just sometimes we'll get a driver that's just like. Wow. <laughs> no, it's because, as we learned, it takes a special kind of Uber and Lyft driver to drive the bar crowd home. Yeah. Most of the ones that are really good drivers, have really nicely kept cars and everything, are out to take everyone to the bars. And yeah. then they're all, we're like, oh, are you, you know, are you going to keep driving tonight? And they're like, oh, no, like, I'm getting ready to hang it up in the next hour. Like, I'm not going to be the one who gets puke in their car. So, right. so get us back on the topic of Budweiser's self-driving truck. Yeah, um, uh, 
I, want uh, I just wanted to, I wanted to make one one quick little thing. Uh, do you um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Uh, what do you think about the idea that this long term replaces the whole truck driver profession? No, it, I don't okay. think it ever would. You need oh, yeah. you need a person behind the wheel a hundred percent of the time, but for like long hauls, as we saw, like on our drive to the west coast, and you know it was like an eighteen hour push. We so could have tra- cut ten hours out, which was Kansas. <laughs> which was, I mean, it's pretty much straight, as was told to me before we left. Like, no, you can pretty much tie the steering wheel to the gear shift and just let it go, hit cruise control, and, it, and you'll get there fine. And that was pretty much true. So, in situations like that, you could give the driver a reasonable break to where he's not having to concentrate as hard. He's not having to pay as much attention. He still needs to because there's road construct, like traffic conditions could change, anything like that. It's not like he could nod off. But it could make things a little easier for them. Like, I think it'll be quite a while before it's perfected to the point that that's what I'm saying. No I'm saying like tra- yeah. twenty years from now, uh, even, twenty thirty years. You're or talking whatever. Johnny yeah. Cab is what you're talking, right? Yeah, yeah. I, even I'm saying so. like, what do you feel like when we're old and and angry about how much the world has changed? Uh, I think at that point, if the I think the job thing isn't going to be an issue anyway. Okay, um, I, I'm just saying, what would you think about that idea? Because I know that that would be an issue when we're discussing, like, changing the laws for self-driving cars. I, I still think, I think uh. because in 30 years, the, the generation now that's learning to code and do other things, and other trades, are, I, I don't think there will be as many people interested, necessarily, in the in the driving positions, but there will be those people who are going to have to be the ones who maintain the upgrades, for example, on the computers that are driving these cars. So I I, I, I don't know that it's going to be... And and at the same time, I wonder how long it will take to not have someone in the car because, as I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of computer it is, at some point there could be a bug, you know? Right. That's fine. I just... It was a thing I knew would come up at some point. I just kind of wanted to, like, get some of our thoughts out there on it because it... This is a thing we're going to have to deal with in the next few years. It's not beer-related, and our show may not necessarily be the case to talk about it, but I felt we'd be remiss not to at least mention it. This is well, one it, of our few opportunities to bring the subject it's, up. Yeah, and it's interesting that until, they, they're starting with until, Budweiser. But... Uh, yeah, I'd say like until uh, um, uh, Fat Tire comes out with a self-driving bike. <laughs> oh. Which our uh, tour guide would very much have liked to have had when he got hit by an SUV. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he got, he got hit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think part of it is still the exercise, but yeah. Um, the last thing is like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm like the tech enthusiast, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, um, the reedy reedy. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> it, it says the uh, this truck was equipped with two cameras for lane detection, a lidar sensor to create a 3D environment, two front-facing radar sensors to detect obstacles and other vehicles on the road. Plus a GPS sensor to help pinpoint the truck's location. So, like, yeah. if that kind of thing is equipped and then gets even more advanced, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a huge problem to have, like, mm-hmm. that we we may not have someone in there at some point. Right. This, okay. Let's... I don't think we'll see that in our lifetime, just to say we will not no. see. I don't know about tenders. it anymore. 
10 years and you're going to have nobody, maybe even like less than five years, where we have nobody in that back seat at all. I, I don't think you'll see legislation allowed. I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm counting on, on legislation to take up to 20 years. It's going to be in our lifetime. It's going to be in your all's lifetime. I'll have, never mind. <laughs> Not we'll all die. We'll die from this. cirrhosis of the liver by then. Come on, let's just. Let's okay, just, that's nah, fair. Be- our our lifetime is probably substantially shorter than than I'm giving us credit for. As with it's going to be t- some flatland area. I, I don't want to say Wyoming, but something like Wyoming possibly is Wyoming going is to. Maybe it, maybe it is a state by state basis, and it is. The, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, there, yeah, there Kentucky, may be. A, a couple I can of see Kentucky things. probably not adopt, adopting it. Western because part of the state could pretty easily. The, yeah, the hills would be an issue, I think, more than anything. But yeah, uh, but once you get yeah, once you get to the eastern part and you get into the foothills of the Appala- of the Appalachian area, it's you can't. Yeah, not it's possible, but the the truck's going to be moving at a much slower pace. I, I could no one of these trucks on the mountain parkway would not make it. No, <laughs> if it had to really like it would it would kill people because Look, they would just I, like run can, into the back of it. If yeah. I can if I can sleep while driving the mountain parkway, why can't a computer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, another thing off of uh, the serious topic of this, all the cans that it delivered were actually branded. There are special Which, cans that say that this was the first ooh. delivery uh, from an auto the, truck. This is the okay. only can of Budweiser I actually do want. Right? Yeah, that's yes. what I was going to say. Like, Those are massive collectors. Uh, did it say where the shipment went? Uh, Colorado? I know Colorado. Oh, Yeah, there, there you go. That's probably going to be the first first state to actually pass the legislation. Yeah, and that's yeah. like that's a straight shot completely. for where that truck had to go from experience we know now. It, uh-huh. Complete flat land, like getting there, no no issues. But yeah, if yeah. you can, if you're in Colorado and you can get a hold of one of those cans, we would gladly trade for it. This is because... Colorado Springs. <laughs> if you're in Colorado and you're willing to trade a terrible can of Budweiser for another can of Budweiser that's eminently collectible, no, we'll we'll it's... trade you a good beer. No, okay, for, for Brian. Trade Brian, yes, Brian. Trade you a zombie dust for a, uh, trade you a bottle of zombie dust. Already traded in zombie of... dust. He wants something else. Brian, we'll get okay. if you can get us one of those cans. We will dig up something really special. Like we, will, uh, we'll oh, you know what? We'll I've got, if you can find me one of those cans, find one of those cans. I will give him my uh, aged bottle of uh, dark charge with the with a uh, dark charge with a starter. Oh, I think I've got. So there's an hour and a half difference between Colorado Springs and Denver. So I'm not saying he has to get it. I'm just saying if yeah. he happens to come across it, yeah, if he sees it somewhere, Brian, if you're listening, I'm <laughs> willing to give him. I'm willing to give him my aged bottle of of Dark Charge for the starter. Wow. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up news, and it has been a lot of <laughs> a long bit of news. It was interesting well, stuff, though, so it works out. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and roll into some untapped. Get no. riggedy, riggedy, All right, uh, first badge, which I really want to get this, and there's I know there's a bottle shop around here that has it uh, in their growler station. Which to get the badge, we may go do samples. I'm putting air quotes. Oh, we need to sample it. Yeah, just a small sample <laughs> to uh, get this badge. It's the Rum Barrel Aged Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. I'm getting so excited by the idea of rum barrel aging lately. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, it offers a, a whole different taste, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, remember we had the uh, rum barrel aged Breckenridge Vanilla Porter? No. Ooh. Yeah, we still got a bottle of that that's I aged. Say, I haven't tried any so of that. Oh, it's aged. So We've that's aged like a it like a year thing. past 
going in the bottle. So it's still. Oh, are we doing that for beer skipping? No. Ah, oh. oh, damn it! No, that, that might be a special when you're up next weekend. Oh, oh. Yeah. never mind, Casey. You're never not mind. hearing any of this. Just pretend we're not here. Just split right. it three ways. I mean, come on. What happens when royalty takes a dip? In the rum barrels. In this case, you end up with bourbon barrel aged. Wait, bur- what? This is, this yeah, it says bourbon barrel, it despite the bourbon... badge saying rum. Somebody copied and pasted. Yeah, from our friends at Southern Tier. Rum and wood characters. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot of rum and wood characters in bourbon barrels, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, balance out the sweet and spice notes that pumpkin is no Pumpkin is known for uh, this 9.5% seasonal release is available for a limited time so be sure to track it down raise a toast 9.5% pumpkin ale what crazy world am I living in we have a 17%er in the fridge right oh now from Avery oh my god yeah aged in rum barrels and then we've also got it aged in another one aged in bourbon barrels that we're going to be tackling this weekend Brittany's like no I want to try them I got two bottles of each. I was like, all right, I'm setting one bottle aside to age because 17%. Whoo. Whoo. Whoo, Lord. Whoo, Lord. <laughs> yeah, uh, raise a toast to the king this fall, and you'll unlock the brand new badge. Uh, check into one rum barrel aged. Uh, that's rum, not bourbon barrel. Rum barrel aged pumpkin imperial ale 2016 between uh, 1022 and 11, so October 22nd and November 22nd, and you'll earn the Rum Barrel Aged Pumpkin Badge. Nice. 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 Our next one, uh, Born Yesterday Returns. This is from uh, Lagunitas, their fresh hop IPA. A lot of Lagunitas badges lately. Or at least maybe... One within recent memory because no, there have been a I, bunch because they had the the, oh. the Oktoberfest. Oh. I got to have some of that the other day. Yeah. That was a hoppier Oktoberfest than I was expecting. It yeah, was. it was. It was good though. Speaking <clears throat> speaking of Lagunitas new beers, um, I did and I haven't seen the untapped badge for this, but I assume it's going to come. Yeah. Lagunitas now has, and also I haven't seen a, a story about this, but Lagunitas has a new beer that is a special for only um, Buffalo Wild Wings. It looks like. Oh, that's oh weird. really? An exclusive, yeah. What um, is it? It's their uh, fan fandom XXIXX, I think is the. But uh, what's Super Bowl are we on to? Someone who understands football I have more no than idea. me. What, what's what are the numbers? I I don't really remember. Whatever, it was a bunch of X's and I's, but, uh, <laughs> but it was like it was called fandom, and it's a spe- spe- uh, special just for. Uh, it, I think it's served in Lagunitas tap rooms and. In um, Buffalo Wild Wings only. I got to have that yesterday. It was really good. 5.5% pale ale. Super citrusy. Well, this one, this badge we're talking about, asks if you want to taste freshness, the freshest hop ale of all time. Well, then you're in luck. <laughs> uh, born yesterday from Lagunitas Brewing Company has done it again. This fresh hop, uh, unfiltered, born yesterday, is so fresh... We had to make a special badge for it. It features some wet uh, lupulin, drenched, unkilned, fresh-picked, and delivered straight from uh, Yakima, Yakima. Yakima, Yakima hops uh, just for your immaculate reception. Congrats, it's a beer. <laughs> I thought there should be cigars for that. <laughs> that would be perfect. It's a beer! Oh! <gasps> That should be handed out every time we try to brew something. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> welcome to this born yesterday to the world with a badge. Uh, check into one born yesterday pale ale between October seventeenth and no- November seventeenth, and you'll get the uh, contents under fresher badge from Lagunitas. So you don't have a whole lot of time on that one. I saw four packs of this out sitting right next to four packs of the uh, Founders hmm. Wet Hop, and I was just. Uh, I've been seeing Hop Stalker from uh, Fathead. Fathead up at another uh, bottle shop in town. Like they're pimping it out on Twitter. They sold out their first batch that they got was in. It a, in like a I'm day. sorry. Was was it a was it a wet hot was it what a wet hop American beer? Yes. So if somebody doesn't have that name, by wet now. hop American summer is yeah. Someone needs to do that. No American fall. Oh, shit's there. American um, autumn. Yeah. I I don't I liked the Oktoberfest from Lagunitas just fine, but I really out of like I've tried a few of their beers now I think, and I just haven't been super impressed yet. I want to warm up more to their beers. Like I've seen a, f- a lot actually that I've wanted to try, and I never get the. Ch- That's the same with a lot of breweries. Like we just need to suck it up and mm-hmm. get some assortments want- of their beers. Yeah, um, it's like I I want to like you more. Yeah. Let me do this. It's just we haven't had enough attention with them. So anyone with uh, Lagunitas experience, tell us where it is. Where's where's the gold in there that's not uh, danky? Because that's all. Or is stuff. danky? I don't know. <laughs> I'm willing to try try to find new things. I guess. All right. Uh, our last thing for Untapped. Well, we've got another big core badge update for October. Woo-hoo. It's once again time for us to release some more core badges. As always, all badges are not retroactive. Darn the luck. All badges were voted upon by the community. So, yes, these are the badges you've had a chance to vote on, as we always talk about. Always go to Untap's website. You can vote for the next badges that are going to come around. It's really First fun to see list. them. Yeah, um, right and steady, list? five beers with an ABV under 5%. I'm okay with this. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty easy to do. Well, it's it's easy to 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 consume, but I can already think of like four that I want. Can you? Because in my head, I'm like trying to run through beers. It's like what's under five percent? I only drink stuff that's like okay, super. Mad Tree's PSA. I think. If this badge had been out when we did the uh, Meritzen Bowl, we would have gotten it. Everyone in oh, attendance fair, would have fair gotten point. it. That's true. Was it? Yeah, there were. I think there oh, may have been all those one. Were over. There were there was one beer over five. I thought. What? Yeah, maybe two, but I feel like the Meritons actually are under five they're because it's, fest- it's the fest beer. But they're that's actually a, a, the Meritons maybe, but the Oktoberfest style, which a lot of those were, um, are a, a souped up version, so a, a one or two percent over what the Meritons style usually is. Mm. <clears throat> I don't um, want to pull up my phone to get into Untapped to <laughs> to look back. Go from there. Uh, pew pew! I like this one. <laughs> I, I like this one, but I only have two I could conceivably get to. Venues, yeah, you've got uh, you've got the one in Lexington and at least one in in. So then Cincinnati. there's four because yeah. uh, 16-bit has three locations: Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. Nobody's going to Columbus. All right, so just to be clear, because we haven't actually said it, pew pew, check into a beer at five different venues categorized as arcade levels uh, one d- level to fifty. Yep. Um. Which means you'd have to find 250 arcade bars, Jesus. which is outrageous. Gotta drink them all. <laughs> Gotta drink them our, all. The guy we met on our trip to uh, to Denver, the guy that we met at Jagged Mountain, he could feasibly get that. 
Yeah. He could probably get that to 50 because he was like, he's a traveling singer. Mm. And he had, he makes enough money that he has mass amounts of downtime. That's how we met him there. Because oh, he was just okay. like between jobs. And he makes enough money where it doesn't matter what he does between his jobs. So he just goes out and drinks at like every local spot he can find. <laughs> well, there's also a call of the Swiss. Check into five different beers from a brewery in Switzerland. Is that just a I'm yoga? sure. I'm sure there's That's... a lot on shelves, but I, I can't name any. Right. I feel like that's another one of those situations where, like, the last core update was like check into like five beers from Africa. Yeah, and we're where like, am I going to find that? Jungle Gems doesn't have these beers, and that's I. I don't know where to go. It's an international than, market. Yeah, that they specialize. You can get weird African deer jerky that was actually, <laughs> you know, it was dried out via the sun on a rock. <laughs> You can find beer that's like, like, oh, this is my African child. That's literally its name. But you can't find African beer. Uh, also, I would highly recommend going to... I, I went down a rabbit hole. Um, the, the new... The stuff to keep voting for, they've changed a bunch of them. So definitely go vote oh. for some if you want to change these core badges or get new ones. Cool. Yeah. What else is on the list? Next up, that hidden in plain view. We were talking about this. Were we? It was a pre-show probably about yeah. the speakeasies. Because one, one just opened in Cincinnati. I I need to go to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we may have to like, do that. Like not even like oh I want to. It is a need. No, because deep in my soul, it's a Quentin Tarantino themed <laughs> speakeasy where the front of it is an actual operating VHS rental store where they have nothing but VHS B movies that you can't uh, find like anywhere else for rent. Oh, I can't make the joke I made during the pre-show, but just just make it clear that I really need to go to this. And there's there's a, a hidden door. Yes, there's a hidden door where it's a VHS tape is the the trigger to open it, and you have to go grab the tape and pull it, and then the whole case slides in to let you into the bar, and then the bar is completely Quentin Tarantino themed, and it just I, opened know, like I'd last week. I'd be totally cool if the bar was just Jackrabbit Slims. Oh, that would be awesome. No, there's a barbecue place adjacent, apparently. It has, like, a window into the bar. Oh, barbecue. So you can get, like, barbecue right there from in the bar. You didn't <laughs> tell me this before. I, oh, God, I can't, I can't process how much I want to go to this place right now. Right? I want barbecue. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's hidden in plain I, view. I can't describe how much I want to go to this place without giving us an explicit label for the rest of our show just because of this one episode all right casey what's the last badge just so he doesn't have to so last up another one that i probably will never give check into five beers from a brewery in hungary yeah what the who knows of one beer from hungary okay no so i just went through and voted for a bunch of the new like the on the core badge list and they've got everything for finland they still don't freaking have okay so they've got Lithuania, they've got um, the Faroe Islands, they've got like you don't Lithuania even. Lithuania is a made-up country by the Grateful Dead. <laughs> but like they've got all these random countries, and then a, a special European forgotten islands or whatever, like random countries you never think about, and like they don't have Finland. <laughs> At least I, if they do, I don't know of it, and I need to go looking for it. But I still haven't gotten any Finnish beer, so it doesn't matter. Uh, look, one day. One day, one of us will win the lottery, and we'll take all of us on a trip. There we go. They had a Beer Week badge for uh, Helsinki. That's as close as you're going to get right now. No, a trip to Finland would be great. We can get on the beer tram that they have in Helsinki. Uh, We can spend the weekend and go to Finland, Estonia, St. Petersburg. (laughs) 
great. Yeah, I feel like we're not invited. I feel like we're not invited on this trip, <laughs> right? We'll, we'll we'll make our own times. No, I mean all of us. Oh, okay. No, this no, is like our next trip our next us. trip is totally like Epcot for drinking around the. Oh yes. I, our our next the trip for the group here is either got to be Michigan, Michigan, or Asheville. <laughs> Michigan, Asheville, or Epcot. <laughs> We are, yes. like, between. We are, like, geographically, it's the same distance to get to Michigan or to get to Asheville. Like, it is, it's really nothing for us. It's like a six-hour drive oh either way. My, my friend Yoshi was just the entire time during her going-away party this week was like, you need to come down to Asheville. Come come check, tour some breweries. You can record a show down there. And I was like, I can. I don't know if you're prepared for all of my friends to show up. Like... <laughs> You're like, I don't think you know what you're saying right now. <laughs> we're All about right. to get into reasons why this is a bad yes. idea. <laughs> All right, we're uh, going to roll. She doesn't listen. Thankfully, she doesn't listen to the show, despite my insistence. <laughs> Let's roll on in to the uh, meat and potatoes of this. Here it comes. Oh, no. Here are our Halloween drinking horror stories. Oh. I think we're going to go with a more um, appropriate one. Looking for the slapping pickle. Yeah, I don't think that was it, but... Uh... That's it. <laughs> no, that seems the most drunk. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. God. Okay. Okay, um, here before comes Before we move on to any of the stories, all of my worst stories involve Casey. Uh, yeah, almost ditto. And I'd say, I say I think all of, all of Casey's worst stories involve me. Yeah, that's... We are bad influences. A lot of our stories involve the others. Uh, we're going to play a little soft uh, Halloween stuff in the background. <laughs> set the set the mood. But we're starting right. we're starting with the most boring, which are mine. Oh come on! <laughs> I don't think they're boring. She's she's had to bear witness to many of these. No, yeah, that's, well, but some of them at least. Yeah, some of them have happened in our apartment. Um, okay, so mine aren't really stories so much as these are things that happen to have happened that are short and it's just like don't drink these things ever nobody please um, uh, i'm gonna get I'm gonna take a take a stab at it right now off the top of my head jaegermeister and tequila are those on this list one of the two did you find the uh, clip i know you wanted to find it and play it i couldn't find it no there was a was there's it, a sand the, da, 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 da. <laughs> no no because no, that's more positive yeah, it was it was a stand up comedy special from Steve McGrew on like an old Comedy Central thing, and it was like uh, there are two types of people in the world: those who can drink tequila and those who can never hear that word again. Word again. <laughs> yes. Um, However, years later, we did discover uh, the best way to have tequila, and that's you have to get it can be to pay out the butt for it. No, get make sure you get 100 percent agave. Don't yeah. get Jose Cuervo nasty. Oh no, liquid smoke crap. Get because there was the one we had. It was someone who did not skimp on their alcohol, but he found it was like 15 bucks for a bottle as long as it said 100 percent pure agave on the tequila. Right, and then he would. When uh, you can't mix it with anything, really. I can't remember the amount. Uh, he would shake it over crushed ice. And then pour like shot glass sizes, and it was so smooth. And because I mean, it made it cold shaking it over the crushed ice, and it watered it down just enough. I was going to say I have, and it was perfect. Multiple, I have multiple things as a bar as a former bartender to say about this, but I'm just going to let let Brittany tell her stories. So, so the opposite of what he just said is, um, uh, I I one New Year's Eve. Both of mine are New Year's Eve. Um, if that tells you anything, apparently that's the time when I'm like, let's get wrecked. Uh, we, this was, 
I don't know, a few apartments ago. It was when we were living in Alexandria. And uh, it was a New Year's Eve. And the funny thing is, I was working at Payless at the time. We were still in college. And I had one of my coworkers from Payless come and her boyfriend. And that so was that, when I bought the bottle of absinthe. Yeah. It then followed <laughs> us for a couple apartments. God, because that stuff tasted awful. It took us a while to figure out the best way to drink it was not the way they suggest you drink it. We were like, no, you mix it with Dr. Pepper straight. And it's delicious. Because <laughs> okay. we don't like black licorice. Real quick, absinthe. All Nasty the myths crap. around it are complete BS. Yes. There's nothing. It's it's rot gut worm root liquor that yeah. doesn't get you hallucinogenic. It's just it's just bad. It's just really bad alcohol that people got that was cheap. So people got super drunk on it and they pretended to have hallucinations. I'm sorry. That's been a thing festering inside of me for years and and Continue. to like it you have to be about some black licorice because that's all it is it's it's oh, alcoholic yeah. it's black, black licorice. licorice or a pretentious son of a continue <laughs> so um no so what i i had the brilliant idea again college age um <laughs> to mix uh, because we didn't have that much money, I guess. I don't know. It was three of us sharing this apartment. It was three um, college kids sharing an apartment that rightfully we didn't deserve. We like, should have been That place was really nice. Yeah. Um, oh, was this not the apartment with the fantastic water pressure? No, no. it was not that one. That was my first apartment, which yeah. was like, okay. you could measure that water pressure by Gale. It was There's... amazing. <laughs> this is the first time I took a shower up there. I was like, all right, Bob, don't. Don't face the water when you hit when it turned it on. Just <laughs> turn around. It's gonna hurt if you if you're direct on. That was an amazing it's a mistake you only make once. I didn't get to live there. <laughs> it is. It is a mistake you only make once. Jeez. Um, but no, this was a different. I don't think you guys were even ever at this apartment actually. Um, but so I mixed Jose Cuervo, so the cheap tequila that that mm. you should not ever buy, with simply limeade. Oh God! Yeah, because I'm I, for some reason I'm like agave plus lime. That makes sense. Um, it didn't. Uh, so I got super trashed well before midnight, and um, was puking green the rest of the night. And I had to be in in bed like my so my coworker and 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 everybody else in the in the living room just out there having like doing their own thing. And so I'm like dying in bed, puking up green in the trash can. Um, so that's one. And that like, so these are just like quick bits of like, here's what you should never pair together. Uh, the second one is, is equally bad. Uh, this was New Year's Eve, sadly, only a, f- a handful of years ago, <laughs> um, at our friend Ian's house before. Oh, the dirty man cabin out in the woods. Yeah. It was before their parents moved back. It's just there. him and his brother that lived there for years. And it's literally a log cabin out in the middle of the woods. I mean, they, <laughs> you make it sound more primitive than it is. It's still a house. It's I've got electricity and, and internet. Yes. It's a um, log cabin. It has internet. internet. It's not too bad. Electricity. Yeah. But, uh, but we, we had, a, there was a ton of people there. It was, uh, there was snow outside. Like it was, it was definitely pretty cold. Um, and I, again, great ideas. Um, I had soy eggnog that I mixed with bourbon all okay, night. Can I, can I just say I've never had eggnog, so I can't judge you. No, normal eggnog is actually pretty good. Um, and I think you're supposed to mix it with rum and not bourbon. But um, Traditionally rum, but bourbon works. Just yeah, fine. But don't do soy eggnog. Soy is 
good in some things, just not there. No, no it's not. Uh, it's not good with alcohol, I think. That's maybe the lesson learned. Um, enough cream. I drank all of that bottle of eggnog and most of the bottle of bourbon. And I decided also at some point to have a shot of, I think we had the feckin' whiskey there. Yeah, that was those um, were the feckin' days. The Irish uh, whiskey, which is actually oh, a great whiskey. Feckin'. Yeah. Okay, fe- spoiler alert, feckin' involves one of, my, one of our stories. <laughs> It's a great smooth whiskey, and it's pretty cheap, but it, and it cheaper and, than Jameson and on par flavor wise and smoothness. Yeah, it's it's great, but yeah, don't have that and like have a crap ton of other mixed drinks that doesn't work out very well. Um, but no, so I drank so much of it, and then I was I was still confused because I puked up lettuce and I hadn't actually had any salads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was some and, mystery in this. I, she yeah. may have turned into a dog and ran outside and started eating grass to soothe. I don't something. even understand. Don't yeah, and but so I passed out on the back deck because I went out to throw up. I didn't yes. throw up out there, but it was like. 15 degrees outside and there was snow on the back deck it was like she had been gone for a little bit and it's like oh let's and then someone came back in like chris Brittany's unconscious outside and it's like there was snow on her she had like a layer of snow where she was passed out laying on the back deck (laughs) yeah so it it wasn't good new year's eve isn't a good time for me i don't tend to drink as much anymore um at any of them now (laughs) In fact, I couldn't care less about New Year's Eve. <laughs> so, New Year's Eve is going to come back into play a lot during these. Yeah, stories. it's a theme. But yeah, so, so those yeah. are my my brief stories. It's just like here, are th- you don't buy cheap things. You don't get too adventurous on the things that you mix with your alcohol, and um, you, you yeah, know you stick to basic part. sodas and and other things that should normally be at a bar. I think. And um, no, no, Brittany, you follow your heart. <laughs> I'm going to jump in on right that one because we've got a very similar. I know we've got a certain order here or whatever, but I think this one matches up quite well with your uh, tequila and, and Simply Limeade. I did a very oh, similar Oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, this one was uh, Two Fingers Tequila, which my, my girlfriend at the time was a big fan of, um, so I... I had okay. purchased a bottle of Two Fingers Tequila. Silver. Can I, stop, can I stop you real quick? This is not a story about... Casey drinking. This is a story about how I'm a really bad roommate in college. <laughs> yeah, so Bob and I, we, uh, or Justin, whatever, we we, we uh, roomed together in college, and usually we had one other roommate, but throughout the four years, we, we were always together. Um, we were the only a solid rock in each other's college rooming life. It's really so, a lot of weird So the screaming things. goes back with this these college days. <laughs> I know, I was like... <laughs> Is it screaming on the sound effect thing right now? That's great. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was like, at first I thought it was a baby like upstairs. And I was like, who? Shut that baby up. Um, but then I realized it was like a howling werewolf or something in the back. Uh, but anyway, so I got a very similar idea that tequila should be mixed for sure. And this time it happened to be a two liter of, uh, almost a full two liter of. Um, Diet Sprite. No, Diet, Diet Sierra, Sierra Mist. Mist with grapefruit. It was uh, a short run. Um, never again. Mm, God. All right. Can so, I? I want to preface the parts of this story. I had I had an early morning class. I had to to like I had like a either early class or an early test at like eight a.m. the next morning. And I stayed up pretty late hanging out with Casey, and there were a yeah, lot of people probably- that stopped by. Playing WoW or something, or playing playing no, games. Well, I was up in my bed for like hours. Oh, just, okay. 
just watching as uh, like our friend uh, Andrew stopped by. Uh, yep. Do you remember you chasing him around the uh, chasing him down the hallway of our dormitory, trying to like get a kiss or whatever, or a hug or whatever out of him? Probably a hug. I don't know if I would. I may have tried to kiss him on the cheek, but you never know. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, um, he was not like, no. not particularly. Yeah, that happened. Oh, that, that's, that's that nice. was a thing. Um, uh, nice. Ha. Uh, huh. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually, though, you, you, we kind of turn off the lights. I saw. I think I had my laptop at the time, and I had my laptop in bed with me watching watching something and playing games or something. I don't know, remember what it was. But I would reach over every now and then and grab a drink. I just basically took the whole fifth and put it into the two-liter and just took a drink out of the two-liter and, and put it right back over. Because one of the things about our college experience was we were a, a very – Uptight Christian college that allowed it, no okay, alcohol. We're technically, technically not a Christian college. We were a Christian values college. Okay, because, because it was that would, that, by, that became I, a thing with one of our friends. I'm just saying the school would get really mad if they heard this episode and we were like, yes. <laughs> so moving on, um, that night they, I mean, they were so we tried to hide it as well as possible. But even at that, we had these uh, these. I guess dressers that that had you could hang your clothes up inside, but if you push the the curtains back or the dress the clothes back in the dresser in the back, I had a full bar set up with all the different liquors that that you could just like make a mixed drink there in the room, which was nice. It's true. We we broke a lot of rules. Oh yeah, um, but we didn't flaunt it, so they were pretty good. Every like two weeks, they came in and checked your fridge and everything, but luckily they gave you a good a good. They morning. never noticed your stocked bar or my actual toaster oven. Oh, yeah, 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 the illegal toaster oven. So that night, though, I just mixed it up and, and drank. I th- I, to this day, I'm going to blame it on the sheer amount of liquid that I had. That was, over, that was about two liters worth of liquid that I drank that night um, over, I don't know, maybe it was a few hours. And uh, so eventually you get sick like you do on tequila, and, and mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to go to bed, and Bob's asleep. So uh, I do remember uh, okay, asking so- yeah, I, I at one point he talks loud enough that I wake up, and if you don't mind, I'd like to say this part because I remember it vividly. Do, do we need oh, to yes, explain please. your all's uh, tri-tiered bunk bed situation at this point? No, this oh, was this was, was double bunks. Oh, okay. uh, this was after our we had one year where we could put three bunk beds together, and our friend Matt had about uh, half a foot before he hit the ceiling, and Casey was like four inches two, off the ground. Yeah, that was the mattress height off the ground. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. This was not that setup. Casey was across the room in a bed, uh, and I, I'm up on the top bunk, and I hear him go, "Bob, I can't, I can't finish this. There's, there's, but there's only like, like this much." And he's holding up a a, a hand that shows like you know like an inch or so. It's like it's only about like an inch or an inch and a half left, and I'm like. Then don't drink it, Casey. It's fine. It's it's whatever. Don't worry about it. And he's like, but there's only this much left. Then drink it, bitch. I don't care. Either way, I need to get to sleep. Uh, it's, it's very similar. Yes, that was the that was the case. Yes. So I took his advice and did drink it all. And yeah. I don't know if you fell back asleep in the meantime, but I because uh, the next thing I remember is waking up like an half an hour or an hour later to the yep. sound of vomiting. So mm-hmm. our other roommate Joe, he, he, you know, and he'll come up a couple times probably. Um, you know, he, Joe, was he a, didn't, Joe was a saint to some degree you know, for putting up with us. 
he had uh, he he had decided uh, fairly early in life that he he had enough of these types of stories and wasn't going to drink anymore. So he was good about you know making sure to take care of the drunks while they were around. And so uh, here he was. He came to me, and, and I was getting you know pretty violently ill at this point. And he was he given me a, a trash can to puke into because you didn't want to necessarily go out in the hallway and and show it to all the RAs and everything that you had been drinking. Right. And uh, so he did the whole pat on the back and, oh, it'll be okay. Just get it up. It's fine. Just go ahead, puke. And uh, good to go. But. Now, okay. This is around when I wake up and I hear the sound of Casey throwing up. And I look over and I look over at Joe. It's like, is he okay? And he's like, yeah, he's, he's throwing up. It'll be fine. You can go back to bed. And I look over, and that's when Casey has, like, like I guess decided he needs to lean back. Lost my balance, or, or you know, even while sitting down, or thought that the wall was right behind me and I was just going to lay onto the wall, which wasn't Here. exactly the case. But he has a death grip on this trash can, and his arms are locked in position, so it starts tilting back with him. <laughs> it's very comical, but yeah, that trash can starts tilting up, and Joe has to, whoa, 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 and stops it and grabs the trash can out of my hands. Uh, has I to, was... like, slam him forward. He pushed the trash can forward, and Casey leans forward with it. He's like, oh. And that's when he he escorts him to the bathroom. He's like, look, we're just going to take care of this elsewhere. <laughs> Yeah, luckily Bob got to go to sleep that night. So yeah, tequila and uh, even even sodas, Diet Sierra Mist with uh, grapefruit not not the best mixer. It's not really just it's a, any sort of diet to, drink. Yeah, the tequila theme of that and is Jaeger. Just... I was there for both nights where you oh. went never again, <laughs> and both involved a full fifth. Tequila and is... both involved Joe. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> tequila um, is best by itself. Expensive. <laughs> just drink it. No, no mixing of any kind. Just so everyone says, you know, it's when you mix drinks that you get sick, and and for me, it's uh, or mix dark and light. For me, it's whenever you drink an entire fifth of the same exact thing. That's when I get sick. Well. Mixing, mixing is when I get sick. Um, mixing doesn't help matters. I think you know. Mixing leads to bad things. Um, we have a friend I will not name. He was known in college to down fifths just for his Friday evening. <laughs> he may have had a drinking problem at this point. Uh, again, I will not name him. Uh, or her. You all you all know this person. I won't name them. It's probably not even the person you think it is. But they had a habit of downing fifths in a like record time and not getting sick and it not phasing them. Like, hardly at all. Goodness. That's how you know you got a problem. Yeah. Our... So, I will cut in here with a story of mine. It's, it's, it's my go-to story when I mention drinking too much. If I want to scare off younger people from, <laughs> from trying to, to emulate my mistakes, this is the story I tell them. Uh, so, a few years back, a couple years out of college, me and Casey, uh, we had bought tickets and we drove up to Boston yeah. For the Penny Arcade Expo East. Was this, Pax the, East. this was the first year they did it, wasn't it? No, it was uh, like the second year. Okay. Pretty soon after, I think. It was like right around. They had, it was the first or second time, I know that. Oh, and. Because I was super jealous you all got to go because Jonathan Colton was playing. 
Oh yeah. my god. Jonathan Colton was there. I was like there were like two short girls in front of me. I could see the stage easily. I like I was like one row of people away from oh. the main from the front of the stage. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was I stood in line hours to get spots that good. Yeah, I um, left you on that night. That was yeah. all you. Now uh but this night, this is the night before it starts. Now the night we made this trip like a four or five day trip. We drove up to uh we drove up past Boston to Connecticut to watch the Protoman play for the uh, first time. Danbury. Danbury, naughty, Danbury. naughty naughty Danbury. And then we drove to we drove back to Boston. We took a day of sightseeing. If you ever get a chance to see the Boston Fine Arts Museum, I highly recommend it. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, we had a little culture before. <laughs> yeah, and then we met up for this pub crawl Casey had signed us up for at the Penny Arcades uh, forums. Call uh, it was their Pokemon themed pub crawl because we're nerds. Sure, right. I make no bones about this. I don't. I don't. I try to like. Oh no, I. It was just because it was a, no. I I like Pokemon and I like I like drinking. This seemed like a good seemed like a good confluence of of, of things. So we had uh, the 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 theme of the thing was to to gotta drink them all, and so we were <laughs> going to stop at I think I think there were five five, Mars, five locations. Yeah. One pre-stop where you met everyone on your team, got to hang out and talk to other people. Had a lot of fun there. It was and the uh, Cheers bar. The, the Cheers replica bar in Quincy Square, not the Cheers replica bar at the location where more or less cheer, the, the bar Cheers would have been in Boston, but the one in Quincy Square, which was good. I'm a big Cheers fan. Loved it. Had a Guinness. Had uh, one shot of Jameson when they said, have a drink with some of your fellow team members. Someone saw that I was doing shots of Jameson, and I thought, hey, we need to get to know each other better because I love Jameson, and so I did an, an extra shot. <laughs> this is the theme of the night for me. Yeah. I thought I needed to do more than I I could actually because someone was like, "Oh, I love this. You and me are best friends now. We're doing shots." <laughs> you turned into bro at that point. Not even uh, quite bro, like the nerdiest bro you could think of, <laughs> right? Because in your hand or in your pocket at that time, they'd already given us our Pokemon cards to tell us which which right color we were for the day we go to multiple bars i forget the name of the other ones but i know like the uh, first one we went what to was the hard rock cafe it was that was the 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 second one after it was the the technically the third bar that night because the next yeah. bar we went to we were suppo- we were assigned certain types i got a water type so i had to do a drink with vodka with someone else from one of the other teams because there were th- four teams Yes. Fire, water, all themed to the uh, to the original uh, Kanto starters of Charmander, Bulbasaur, uh, uh, Squirtle, Squirtle, and, and Pikachu. Pikachu uh, if you count Pokemon Pikachu Yellow, wasn't an original starter. Yeah. Pokemon Yellow—that's still technically in that generation. No, it's not no, it was not. It was not introduced until after the TV series. Uh, anyway, so anyways, we had four groups though, and those were the four. I think um, we were Venusaur. I think so. Um, I don't but, remember the liquor. Um, I remember. I, well, I, I got. We all got cards, even on that team. So I just made like our team was Venusaur. Yeah. I think the first place I went to, I had a water type, so I had to drink vodka because it was yep. water was vodka. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, water was vodka. Green was uh, grass was Jaeger, and red was 
Whiskey. Whiskey. Yes. So I had vodka, and I don't really drink vodka that much. Uh, so I meet up with some guy who's like cosplaying as Ash. Seemed like a nice guy though. I like we we talked for a while, and he ordered two drinks called a Surfer on Acid. To this day, <laughs> I don't know what's in that drink. I know vodka. I think there may have been something green. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, because he bought that round, I felt bad. I was like, oh. You shouldn't have to pay for my drink. Let me buy a round for you. This is a theme. Not only in this night, but this is more or less a theme in life. If someone buys something for me, I feel compelled to to pay them back at some point. Um, So I bought a round of White Russians because it's the only drink I could think of that had vodka at the time. (laughs) I was 22, maybe. 23 at the outside. Um. So that was that that bar. Then we talk a while. We go to the next stop. They give us Pokemon cards, and we have to find someone else with the same type. Apparently, the Pokemon card for Diglett is fighting, not ground. So I had to do shots of whiskey. Sure. So I find some guy with the same thing. I do a shot. We both do shots of uh, the only whiskey that I could find that was there, which was Jack Daniels. Oh uh, yeah, because that was that was the yeah. And then and then I remember walking to the next bar. Uh, deciding I needed to uh, relieve myself mid-walk <laughs> with the announcement of, hey, who wants to see me clean the bumper of this Altima? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we were at that point in, like, old Boston, so the, the streets were sort of uh, more curvy. Were relatively empty, too. Like, yes, it was like more curvy, curvy, empty. There wasn't a lot of people. Uh, and so I cleaned the back of an Altima. I, yeah. It was not a proud <laughs> moment for me but this happened. Uh, then the next stop, uh, we had to do three shots with... I had to do five shots total with someone else we Split. met. Yeah. Split. I thought that was unfair, so we were each going to do three shots, and we did three shots of Jameson. This is all in, like, what? Three hours? Three hours. So good, good at, after, after that bit of drinking, I remember going to the bathroom, and we're coming back. We started talking about WoW. And then, from my perspective, the scene changes. <laughs> and I'm awake in our hotel room with my coat still on. I think my shoes might have still been on. And I'm, like, face down in the bed. <laughs> yes. And I just kind of sit up and I go, oh, I need to take a shower. So what really happened that night, <laughs> after all this, when we got to that last bar, it was that five shots. And I was like, I There was one more bar we, we could have gone to. Oh yeah, it was like just the. It wasn't part of the thing. We we accomplished. I think you accomplished all of the tasks you had to do. I just had to meet Mewtwo to to drink them all. Yeah, (laughs) and that was like that was pretty much it. That last bar, you had to meet Mewtwo or do like one last drink, and we never made it. Um, Sure, sure. But uh, so from that point, I don't do the last five shots. I'm like, alright, I've had enough at this point. I'm done. Like, Casey's I'm a wise man sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> not often. He's a forward thinker, that man. So, yeah, because if both of us had uh, had been as drunk as, as we could have been, we would have been in a gutter somewhere with missing a kidney or two. Dead. We would yeah. have been dead. No missing kidneys. I mean, maybe, but we would have just been dead. Like, just a... a, a you know who's who in Boston. So uh, from that point, though, we uh, we walk back, and I'm like, we at that 
from there to the hotel, it's like a three and a half mile walk, and we're not walking. And I'm like, no way, this is happening. You, Bob's like, you wouldn't yes. have walked. Oh I, no, no, no. Yeah, Bob was like, yeah, we'll just walk it. It's fine. It's fine. We'll just walk it. And I'm like, no, no, please, no. It's probably midnight. Maybe, maybe a little bit earlier. No, it's like, it's got to be like one or two in the morning. I think you're probably right. <laughs> and uh, so here we are because we probably started like nine o'clock. Yeah. So we're walking back, and I'm like, no, I'm getting a cab. So I hail a cab because at the time, I don't think Uber was even a thing. It wasn't. Um, no. So I just tell a cab. God, over we're old. <laughs> and uh, before the night began, we had went down to the front of a desk <laughs> God. and picked up business cards because we were both like, all right, if we're too bad off to get back to the hotel or to remember where the hotel is or what the name is. At least we've got a business card with the address. We can just give it to the cabbie and you go, just take us there. I so, remember picking up the card. Uh-huh. I don't remember the next part he's about to tell. He's told it to me and I feel great shame. <laughs> so Bob's like in the back and he's like uh, trying to hand the, the business card to the cabbie after I've told the cabbie where we need to go. And he's like, here, here, this is where, this is where we're going. This hotel here, here you go. And like trying to hand the card and I'm like, I got it. I got it. It's okay. And, uh, so the cabbie takes off and Bob's good from there. Um, until maybe about a half a mile down the road, he starts going, Oh, I'm going to get sick. Uh, Oh, I'm going to throw up. And I'm like, my defense, that's, that's, that's better warning than you normally get when <laughs> yeah. someone's really drunk. Yeah, he, he, he at least had the, the presence of mind to be able to say, oh, I'm going to. Because looking upon this, uh, I look at the back. I can't remember if I, I see it on the back of the seat because it was dark in the cab. Or the cabbie said, well, there's a $50 charge if you throw up in the cab. And we were like, just pull over. I'll take care. I'll pay. Go ahead. Just pull over and we'll walk from here. So we were maybe like two miles, three miles from the hotel. Jesus. And uh, so... Uh, we get out in front of this. It's we're in a nicer part of town. I did at least wait until we weren't in like the backwoods of of Boston, if it is a thing. <laughs> uh, so we're in front of a nicer part of town. There's a nice bar hotel right there in front of us. Big columns and in front of it. Uh, I think there's probably a bellhop over to the side. I remember something like that. So the cabbie pulls off, and uh, <laughs> you know it's these giant floor to ceiling windows. <laughs> And, I'm sorry, I can't help but laughing every time I think of it. <laughs> and Jeez. so Bob, he has to pee now. Instead of just having to to uh, to puke, he has to pee. So um, now let's, let's just assume that that the name Justin applies to when I'm a sober, rational <laughs> individual. And Bob is is your alter ego. Oh, Jesus, he's drunk. <laughs> so he uh, he jumps out of the cab. We all get out of the cab, and there's these columns there, and he's like, I got a great idea. I can see it on his face. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> he's going behind the columns so he can pee and not have anybody see him, and he gets behind them. and, and so it's, it's a solid idea. No yeah. one can see me. Except Who? for inside the hotel, all the people that are looking out oh as gosh. he's urinating on this column that are in, like, the hotel bar just looking. And oh, I, 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 apparently, <laughs> apparently – there is a giant window in front of me. Oh, it's it's a floor to ceiling all the way across the the front of the building, so you can see out to the street. And we're in like the nice part of Boston. It's not like we're in in the slums at this point. Oh so uh, I don't know what hotel it was, but we probably saw those people at Pax East the next day. <laughs> For all we know, it could be uh, Jonathan Colton down there. 
There's like, no, that guy, I know that guy. He pissed all over that column. <laughs> so we get done there, and he's doing okay. We walk about a half a mile, and we get back into another cab, and it takes us all the way back to the hotel. Well, Bob walks on inside, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and hurry and take care of the cab and then get inside because I don't want him, like, wandered around or getting lost or anything. So. Good I get friend, that. Casey. Much better than me. <laughs> I get that taken care of. and uh, Well, your mother wouldn't kill me, Bob. Um, <laughs> so I get that, you know, all that taken care of outside, and he, he goes off, and I get inside, and Bob's head is stuck inside. So it's not like the trash cans are not um, – they're not, not like uh, open from the top. They're open from the sides. And so he's got his head kind of stuck to the side of this trash can, and he's like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. It's okay. And so we get on the elevator. I think we have to go up to like the fifth or sixth floor or something. It's not too far, but in the end. Oh, was it? Okay, I'm glad you remember this. Um, so maybe it was. But we get on the elevator and push the button and start going up. And he just throws up right in the middle of the elevator floor. Uh, just goes. Apparently, I try to catch it in my hands. Oh, uh, yeah. Because this part, after I got out of the shower, I told Casey, is like, what? what happened because i don't recall much <laughs> and he says oh yeah you threw up and you tried to catch it in your hands so you wouldn't make a mess and then i <laughs> immediately smelled my hands and he went idiot you just got out of the shower <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was it was good so we get up to the hotel room and he he falls face first onto the bed which you know i think he had one leg off or something so he didn't kill himself but uh, yeah, at that point, I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm good now." So I we had brought some uh, some vodka and some other things up to the room, and I just pour me a glass of vodka and sit down because I, I mean I hadn't had as much throughout the night, so I was just going to have a nice little drink and, and watch a little TV or whatever for the rest of the night. But uh, the next morning rolls around, Bob does all of his morning routine, and we're both hungover. Uh, oh but- my! Okay, hangovers always hit me weird. They never hit me right away. They always hit me like like slowly throughout the day at around like 11 o'clock they always seem to come in like i'm i'm like not quite super sensitive to light yet but I, like when we wake up and i'm t- talking with casey i'm just like i'm starting to feel the beginnings of one which at the time i'm convinced is the full-blown hangover <laughs> i have since learned that is not the case uh <laughs> so we i will get downstairs. say oh, yeah. it's like, I, I remember at this point because i get downstairs and casey uh uh, Casey comes down to uh, we, we both come down to the to, to the hotel sort of like store before we're like trying to catch a catch a ride back to the uh, back to the conventions to the convention center for the first day and we get uh, we're in line we're trying to buy like some water hydrate get get your body back and right there's one bottle left and I'm in front of Casey I don't <laughs> think twice about it <laughs> no Give Done. me that whole bottle. And Casey knows I will not share. No. It, it's, anything. it's not just that day. It's just everything. Like I will not share liquids with another person. I might do it if it's alcoholic, but if it's if it's not, I will I swear I will not do this. <laughs> and so I'm just like, all right, no, we're just drinking some regular water. And then the, Casey comes up like, yeah, I'd like a bottle of water. I'm sorry. We're, we're all sold out now. Oh. So Casey has to deal with a hangover all day. Well, I'm like – Barely edging through normal until we find a Gatorade machine, and yeah. I'm like, I need electrolytes. Four dollar Gatorades or three dollar. It's what Gatorades. Bob's Jesus. crave. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good night. Good morning. 
now oh. looking on it in retrospect. It sounds like oh. it. Yeah, it it was fun. I always look back at that time like, okay, that was a dumb idea, but it was fun. Chris? Like you haven't gone yet. Really? We're to me. We're to me now. Okay. Well, my uh, my biggest story, Brittany will have to come in and give her side of it. I don't know, during or after I give her side, because this is, I've only been blackout drunk twice in my life. Me too. And this has <laughs> intermittent points of blackout. So I will, <laughs> I will cut out it. appropriately at my blackout points, and maybe she can account for whatever happened at these points, because I don't know. So, as with her stories, uh, this has to do with the New Year's Eve. Who would have thought? Oh, all, yeah. day, Damn, all day. All day. Damnedest been, thing. That. Yeah. We, we tend to do New Year's Eve pretty big and hard. So, but this particular New Year's Eve, I was convinced, no, I'm not going to, you know, get completely, it's not going to be how it usually was in the past. I got one of those little three liter mini kegs of Newcastle. And for those paying attention, this has been talked about before, and why I can never even smell Newcastle now. I was going to say, we, we yeah. talked once about brown ales and why, like... And why I stay away from them. But no, We went in that blind tasting. So, I have this little... I have the mini keg of Newcastle. I was like, I'm covered. It's awesome. I brought my drinking horn, and I was just like, yeah, we're just going to keep... I'll just keep going to the mini keg and filling my horn. I'll be good. I was like, three liters of beer. I've done that before. It's cool. Uh, there's another story where I had four liters of beer at the Hoffer house and Brittany's pulling me out of a tree like a block over. <laughs> Thank God it was her that pulled up because a car just pulled up and stopped and I jumped in it. That story requires a little bit of like meat space time. Like we, you, no, you need to like, meet Chris and he'll like, oh no, I'll tell you about the time I climbed a tree. While drunk. I can't tell you about that one because well, no, there's three times I've been blackout drunk then <laughs> because I can't remember it. Okay. for the actual story. <laughs> The whole day that New Year's Eve, I'd been going on. I was like, oh, yeah, let's do it up hard tonight. I was like, let's make the first day of the year the worst day of the year. That way oh, the rest God. of the year is awesome by comparison. This this sounds shockingly shockingly familiar to Matt's theory about tricking his wife into getting used to roller coasters. <laughs> that did not work. Neither did this. I had never intended to actually do this. It was all talk. <laughs> I was going to say this, and my plans in, like in my head were, hey, 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 I'm going to make everyone else get completely hammered, and I'm going to have my three liters, and I'm going to be cool. Well, the day continued. Three liters is still nine beers. so it, It's a bit of beer. But at the time, again, I could handle, I knew I could do three liters of beer and not you know, be in horrible shape the next day. But the beer wasn't the problem. Beer wasn't the problem. Uh, the problem was I didn't eat that day. Oh, no. At all. Until we got to the party. And it was just a small smattering of finger foods. And there were quite a few people. Like party was, foods, yeah. Yeah, little finger foods and things. But this was the most populated party at this person's house we had ever been to with the least amount of food provided. Yeah. So all the food got snatched up so fast that I had so little. Cause I, was planning, I, was, I was planning on eating there. And it was just wiped out. We got there, I think, a little bit late, may have been. But there was just... Everything was gone so fast. But I continued to drink on hard. <laughs> Even the between beckons. fills of my drinking horn, uh, our friend Ian, his brother Aaron, who's a mead drinker, I don't know, he brought like three or four big bottles of mead. And every time he would get it, like when he gets, when he, he gets pretty drunk, he becomes kind of a bully about it. 
<laughs> so he started coming up to me with the like when there would be you don't it's not even like backwash like in the bottle. It would, how much would you say was left in those bottles? She was there as witness. There'd be a a hefty amount, but it'd be near the bottom of the bottle, yeah. and he would just shove it in my face and go drink this. <laughs> And after three liters of Newcastle, I was like, yeah! And I just grabbed it and chugged it. Also at him, we were smoking cigars outside. We brought a bunch of cigars. Cigars, yes, cigars. But there were plenty of actual cigars, and we had smoked quite a few of them. But other people that we had brought cigars for didn't even get halfway through with them. We're like, oh, I can't finish this, and just handed it back to me. So by the end of the night, I had like accumulated smoking like four cigars, (laughs) drinking all this beer, Multiple bottles of mead just shoved in my face, going, here, chug it and kill it. So the night's going on. I'm going back and forth, out to the deck, and then back inside. And then I've... This is... I lose track of everything. I black out by 11 p.m. It wasn't quite... It wasn't very late, and... I don't remember when you started throwing up. No, it was... I didn't start throwing up until after midnight. It was, it was after, but because it wasn't It wasn't late, though. It, I we we out, went to bed earlier than everybody else, I think. I blacked out before midnight <laughs> because I came to standing in the living room looking at the TV <laughs> and didn't know how I got there. <laughs> and so, then I was just like, three, two, yay! <laughs> and then everything goes dark again. <laughs> so I don't remember throwing up as much until... And I'm um, running around in a kilt this whole time. Yeah. Until we attempted to go to bed. Um, we slept in the basement at, at this person's house. Which is very good because there was a private bathroom yes. down in the basement. Um, not that that actually mattered in the end. Um, it did not. We brought our air mattress um, to sleep on. And um, though we did not get any sleep at all. Because he, I would say, at least twice an hour. Or, yeah, every hour. in Until around 7 a.m. Um, was throwing up. To the point that there wasn't anything left in his stomach. And when he was throwing up, it also turned this um, neon yellow. Oh, no. That's that's like bile, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So he basically had alcohol poisoning. And that the bad one of the bad parts is that um, (laughs) one of the bad parts, (laughs) one of this person has um, white carpet. And I knew this and for some reason was able to keep that in my mind. So I was like, I can't ruin their carpet. But no, some of it definitely got on there. I was like, I'm so sorry. I think they, uh, they own a, like the Bizzle spot bot. They had a spot bot because at the time they had a dog. But yeah, so, uh, there was no sleep. It was, and I, I was kept awake because he would just keep moving and then hurling. And then we, I think we ended up having to get rid of that air mattress we had to get rid of a lot of things after um, that um, because I do. Re- that was a point I regained my uh, consciousness after getting laid down, and that's what like that was the horrible part for all the throwing up. The blackout ended, and it's like, oh, now that the fun's over, you get to experience it all. <laughs> so that was me, and that was like, oh god, they have white carpet, and I were laying on the air mattress together, and so I turned over and threw up towards Brittany. Who's on the other side of the air mattress. I proceeded to ruin my pillow. Yeah. And And the air mattress. And And the uh, air mattress, because after the pillow was gone, I'm just laying there on the air mattress, and I started just throwing up on the air mattress. I gave up, I think, eventually, and then just got on the floor on the other side of the air mattress. Um, As I proceeded proceeded to fill it with 
with puke. What? No, it, was... it wasn't even puke at that point. Yeah, it was just it was bile. It's like my liver was like, I don't know what to give you here. <laughs> so, but uh, there's nothing in the stomach. There's there's so many parts of the story that I can empathize with. <laughs> and then from sometime after midnight until the time that we left their house the next morning, he is throwing up. And, and then it took me almost an hour to get my shoes on the next morning. I was so nauseated. There was nothing left in my stomach. I could dry heave, and apparently there was no bile left in me. Nothing was... It didn't feel like there was anything left in me. Like, nothing was coming up. I would just dry heave and dry heave and dry heave, and there was just nothing. So I'm trying to put my shoes on. I made it to the steps. Like, I was able to bring myself to walk over to the steps out of the basement, start putting my shoes on, but the very act of trying to slip my foot into these shoes made me so nauseous that I felt like I was just going to start dry heaving again. I'm just laying there forever. Ian, being the ever gentleman he is, comes up <laughs> behind me and starts making gagging noises. He's like, oh, uh, you get, you having trouble yeah. getting... If you ever hear us make the joke of... It's all Ian. Anytime someone is feeling a little nauseated, then Ian's going to be behind them going... Which actually gets to me. Stop doing that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I forgot. I'm completely. It took me, I swear, two hours to get dressed that next morning, just to slip on my same like vomit-stained clothes. And the worst part is, the host, their parents had come over to help clean up with the party. Oh no! Because everyone, like most of the people, left, and like there was just like some stuff upstairs. I think I feel bad still because in my uh, drunken blackoutness, I think I broke part of their counter. Like I just. Not knowing my own strength, I just, like, ripped oh, a tile snap. out of the counter, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> you're forgetting the best part, or maybe you're getting to it. Um, well, oh, no, I'm getting to it. Okay. It has to be what... So I'm getting my shoes on. I brought a pair... No, I didn't have a pair of shorts. I am in a kilt. Wearing a kilt as you wear a kilt. So that's sans underwear. Feeling as right, awful right. as I do. I don't care about the cheekiness of being like, oh, I'm not wearing underwear. <laughs> no, I'm just sitting there wishing I was dead. If someone's sitting on the steps below me, they're just getting a show. Just sitting there, just like Exposed. spread eagle, waiting yeah. for the world to notice. Yeah, pretty much. I finally get my shoes on, and the second I finish tying the lace, I go, oh, God. <laughs> and in the last stretches of anything left in me, I sprint out of the basement, up through the house, past this person and their parents, out the front door, and do like a face dive into the lawn and start hurling the last bits of bile that are left in me out all over their, like it was... Neon yellow in their yard. Everything left in me, and it killed that patch of lawn. Like it is just dead. It is dead to this day. It is just a brown spot in their yard. And then the rest of the ride home was just awful too because... I just ended up rolling the window down and hanging my head out it because I didn't throw up, but the entire time felt like I was going to because they kept pulling over. I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And then I never did. And I was just like, forget it. And I just rolled the window down and held my head out. And I was like, just go home. <laughs> that was the so, worst. So I that have was... stories that have elements of a number of parts of that story. I have other people's <laughs> stories that have elements of parts of that story. None quite have all of it. However, there's one of one... these that involve Both all of us, all of but us. two yeah. of us were the ones directly doing the drinking, and the other two. Two of, us, two of us are at fault, 
And I always like to think of this story as the story of why Chris and Brittany moved apartments. Yeah. <laughs> the two of, yeah. Okay, the two are Justin and Casey, and the two of us were the sober ones and can recount when they blacked out and when they passed out. So, that's good. The preface of this story is that it's our buddy Matt, who we've mentioned a few times. It's our buddy Matt's bachelor party. He was back we're on. great friends. He was on yeah. that uh, first tasting episode we did. Oh, yeah. those, if right. you want to go back and know about Matt, Matt was on that one. Matt used to be one of our, ro- it was one of our, mine and Casey's, you know, couple yep. roommates. Roommate. We, uh, yeah, we, we've known Matt for years. We love him to death. So it's, it's, you know, we decided one weekend we're going to have his bachelor party. So we make it a three-day extravaganza. We didn't even know of this, okay? Me and Brittany, we got the call randomly when you were like, hey, what are you guys doing? In fairness, this bachelor party is kind of, parts of it are kind of slapdash. Granted, that was like day three. Yeah, so. We got to see the end result. (laughs) There's part of this bachelor party that has been planned for like months. Oh, yeah. part we'll get to in a second. First, let's discuss the fact that this bachelor party involved going down to driving from Lexington, Kentucky to was it Nashville, Tennessee, or was well, it? Well, let's let's back up. Do we do the 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 beverage I'm, before that? Or... I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Oh. Get to. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, we, we go to. Um, it was uh, Knoxville. Knoxville. To, I think it was University of Tennessee's campus. They were having a concert there. And we went to see one of all of ours, you know, at least like all of us have one band that we can universally agree on, and that's Flogging Molly. We went to go see one of their shows. Yes. Uh, Me, Casey, and me, Casey, and Matt. We drive back. There's a fireworks stand, uh, and we we go back and we do the traditional bachelor party things. There may be a strip club involved. It's not nearly as depressing as Casey's. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was a depressing uh depressing strip club but we get to uh we get back to matt uh to matt's apartment or his fiance's apartment i forget if he, he was living there at the time i think he was oh yeah definitely and matt breaks out like a, a clear mason it's not was that mason jar but a, a clear one jug. gallon jug like an old moonshining jug. Like it's it's glass, and it is of a mixture we made months before, which we were we were calling. Yeah. I was it we called it hooch. It was an abomination unto the Lord. Oh my God! It it's the worst thing I've ever put. So ever it, put inside my body. It involved basically a lot of uh, liquor that we were never going to drink. I'll put um, it this way. For for brevity's sake, we cut down this liquor with Jameson whiskey. Yeah, we Jameson used whiskey the, to water to... it down. <laughs> yeah, it was it was different. And then we had it, put in apples in there as well, just so there would be some sort of fruit. Because why not? Yeah, obviously. And Matt's theory was that when the apples drop, the alcohol has mixed and absorbed enough that everything's good to go. So Matt gave us a text, I don't know, a few few months later after we made this, because we made this forever ago, and yeah. it was like, oh, the apples finally dropped. Whenever you guys are ready, it's time for a bachelor party. <laughs> so we wait like two months after that. And so we've done all the other events, 
and we're sitting there. We pour, we pour shots of this hooch. Because I can find no better name for it than hooch. That's yeah. That's exactly right. It was bathtub liquor. Is what we're <laughs> no, it was a cocktail from hell. It um, involved one uh, an entire bottle of one fifty one. Yeah, that's the base. <laughs> um, and then we did shots of this thing, and I. I swear to God, I don't know what sort of alchemy was involved with this. I don't know what together mixed to make this flavor. But we we took a shot of this, and it was the most vile, awful thing that is still to this day past my lips. <laughs> yes. And then, like I, like two seconds after you were done, you went, Anybody else taste bacon? Oh. <laughs> it was it was It very had this bizarre bacon aftertaste so we crash that night we wake up the next day and we're like all right it's fine we're ready to rally get a little bit of water in us and let's let's drive up and that's when we call chris and Brittany and like hey let's have like we're part it's part of match bachelor party we're heading up your way and i don't know if you guys were prepared for this i, I don't I mean, recall us being that mildly prepared. i think you were just like yeah all right we'll we'll rally the troops let's 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 party. Y'all are always good at that. Yeah, last minute, here you go. Let's go. Because college, it was always like, oh, you're coming up? Let's go to Hofbrau House. Yep. And we went to Hofbrau. Unfortunately, that entire day, none of us had had food. Not really, no. We get to Hofbrau, and they've stopped serving dinner. All they're giving us is yep. uh, pretzels, large, soft pretzels and beer cheese. Yeah. That's it. This is the day I decide to drink... Three liters? I think I had two liters, you had three liters. I had three liters. So nine nine beers of Dunkel. Specifically the, of Dunkel. Dunkel. The thing to keep in mind here is Matt partied it up hard the night before. Yes. Matt yeah. Matt decided to be reasonable. Because he was already been sick and is like, you know what, guys? I need to take it easy. Whereas Wise you Matt. two took Wise it man, easy. That, Matt. <laughs> you two took it easy that night so you could take care of him. So you're like, this is our night. <laughs> this is when we party. Oh, okay, so I remember getting back to Chris and Brittany's. A lot of conversations were had. We're mingling. It's a lot of fun. And we had stopped at the yeah. liquor store. I think the party source. That's what we yep. do. Yeah. Yep. And I had uh, a little back pocket. Um, what are they? Fifth like pint. Pint maybe. Pint of-, pint of Jameson. And Brittany was all about telling me about feckin. this freaking uh, feckin, feckin, uh <laughs> Irish whiskey. And from what I remember is talking with Brittany and someone else about World of Warcraft, reaching into my back pocket, doing a shot of Jameson, putting it back in my back pocket, and then reaching over and grabbing a shot of, uh, <laughs> shot of the feckin. And you had Irish whiskey. I think I had scotch and gin. That night, I think I picked up. Yeah, you two, had some gin. Two, uh, I'm sure. Each. Yeah, uh, the blue gin, whatever that one is. The uh, like that was a moment I remember doing like just back to back shots and then just continued talking. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, everything's fine. What could possibly oh, yeah. go wrong? <laughs> and then at some point, after much drinking and some, uh, I'm pretty sure chicken nuggets were involved. Really. Yeah, See, I don't there remember was, the food part at all. There was some food some, involved because someone some, made chicken nuggets. Yeah, oh, that, made them there. Oh yeah, yeah, we had like a bag of frozen Tyson chicken nuggets. 
Yeah, no, that's like burned in my memory. This was in the middle of our like frozen food days. Well, so, frozen which, food is always good. I don't know why you have to give up on those days. Chicken nuggets are part of the five major food groups. Chicken nuggets, chicken patties, uh, chicken wings, and french fries. Exactly. At some point, someone decides, let's break out some munchkin. Yes. So I'm super excited because I've heard about this game munchkin at the time. I've never played it. And I remember going, all right, how do you play? And then for me, it personally, was... this again, like I said before, the scene changes and I'm waking up the next morning. On I'm waking what? up. I'm waking up to look over to see uh, a coffee table. I'm on an air mattress. I don't remember being out. And there's a coffee table that has cleaning supplies. (laughs) And I'm up like a good two hours before everyone else. Uh, I have like an hour to come to terms with the fact that I'm a terrible person. I did this. I've ruined something. And they had to get cleaning supplies out. (laughs) And I don't remember it. Yep. Yep. So let's fill in with, with... with what actually happened. Well, well let's first, go to Casey's let, part next. Because Casey made it staying conscious longer than you did. Yeah. yeah. So From Casey, what I'm told, what Casey, actually happened you was played a, a couple hand hands or so went around, and then yeah, I just collapsed backwards. Well, it's yes. more fun. Let's get your side. Let's get Casey's side, and then let's hear... Now, here's the whole story. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, what I get on my end is... Um, basically, I remember them dealing the cards out, and I was so drunk I couldn't read, if that makes sense. <laughs> sure. It was, yeah. it was one of those, you can't even read the fine print because of the blurred vision. And, and, and you, I was having a hard time following the instructions. And Munchkin's not a hard game. No. So, but most uh, of the fun is the fine print. It's like reading the jokes that are between the lines <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, so I got nothing out of that. So eventually, like, I, I start trying to play cards down, and Chris and Brittany are like, no, 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 that doesn't go there. No, no, you can't play that. I'm like, okay, fine. And I, I put my head down because I'm going to rest in between uh, plays, and uh, then I wake up immediately, all of a sudden. And the cards luckily have been cleaned up at this point. Okay, no, there is but, some time that passed. Do we yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, when this Casey is puts when... his head down to think he's going to sleep, I'm pretty sure like an hour or so or – 30 minutes or so has passed. The filling in needs to happen real quick, and then you can okay. continue with when you regain conscious. There, There's a period of time. Okay. Justin yeah. actually played a hand or two of Munchkin. Yeah, I have All four no of us. Another that. thing to state, Casey and his, or Casey, Ian and his at-the-time girlfriend were there. They peaced out. Because they saw the signs of what was coming. <laughs> they saw the signs? They saw the signs. And they opened up the door and left. But yeah, they, they left. And the door closed, and we packed up Munchkin. Casey's face down on the coffee table. Justin had just fallen back. Like, when you hear people getting blackout drunk, you see it in the movies where they're like mid-stride and just collapse. Justin just fell straight back. That was it. Yeah. And then we go, well, we've got to do something about this. <laughs> so we, we have a big air mattress because we go back and forth to a lot of people's places for different parties and things. Uh, and this, I think that was the air mattress I ended up ruining later. Yeah, I think it's the same one. Yeah. It took us a while to get rid of that one. Yeah, because we had that one for a while. <laughs> but we got the air mattress set up and made, and we had to just, it was me and Matt, because Matt's there this whole time. It's his bachelor party. Happy bachelor party. He had Happy been bachelor sick the... party, buddy. I don't remember a good chunk of it. <laughs> he had been sick the night before, so he did I don't think he drank at all. 
All he was drinking was like water. By the time we came back, he didn't drink at all. Because he was recovering. Yeah, he was just drinking water. And so we picked Justin up. Like, I get his hands, Matt gets his feet. And we put him onto the made air mattress and get him all tucked in and all snug. So, So let me say right now that Matt has told me this part of the story a lot. And Matt in his head the whole time, and maybe he was saying it out loud, is going, Oh, God, I live with this guy. I lived with this guy at one point. He's going to get super mad. He hates being woke up. And then, like, he set me on the air mattress and I stir. Like, I think I'm starting to wake up or something. Yes, because, okay, this is all still happening. Casey's out. Casey was out longer than he realized when he was face down on the coffee table. <laughs> because Justin goes first. Because we're we're just kind of getting things, getting everything ready, and we're just kind of letting Casey be on the coffee table at the moment. He's not bothering anything, so we're like, let him just stay. We'll get the couch made up so he can go to sleep on the couch. And Justin then proceeds to silently throw up all over himself so and the air mattress. The thing, here's the thing, Chris. Is what I said before or after? It's after. We'll get to that in okay. a second. Because what comes I, up first is this is, again, Matt being... The, we, me and Brittany had a couple drinks, but I think at the time we were kind of broke. So Matt when, being the most sober-minded of us. Yeah, yeah well, we had only... I think between us we had, like, a beer at Hoffer House because the two of us were like... We were broke. This was college days. Our apartment was crap. But True. it was like, we can go to Hoffer but, House and we can afford beer or we can afford food. You so introduced time, me to the fact they served stuff in liters. Yes. And I was, I was so ready for that. I think Matt that night joined the uh, the, the Stein Club. That was the same night. Yeah. yeah, which you can't join anymore, and his membership lapsed, and they gave away his Clay Stein to somebody. Yeah. Either way, that's beside the point. You start to uh, hurl, <laughs> completely but passed like, out. Still, like no, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost it's not hard a, to notice. I think. Yeah, it was a. We just kind of we thought we heard something. We look over and we go, "Oh no!" And then Matt immediately. Goes his watch. Yeah, he's I going to that. be so upset if it my gets father, on his watch. My father had bought me a very nice watch for my birthday that is since, for other reasons, no longer functioning. But uh, Matt immediately, like no matter the peril, <laughs> dives in and gets the watch off of your arm, <laughs> and it still doesn't wake you up. Him taking your watch off, and then you <laughs> proceed. Even after, like right after he gets the watch off, you proceed to throw up on that arm. <laughs> Yeah, it could, like he my did arm it. or Matt's arm, your arm. Okay, I'm, just I'm in more time, okay he that, like then. whisks it off, and then it's like an explosion, and he doesn't even turn around to look at it. <laughs> he just walks away with the watch, and then the watch. Because I, I know I remember one of the things when you wake up, the watch is also on the coffee table. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. Adding to Matt the confusion. Set it aside so I wouldn't ruin it further. But he set it aside. I think he stuck it in his pocket for the time being. So well, we're all okay. sitting in there, and I go, oh, God. So we have extra blankets and stuff still in the back. So I, our apartment was really awkwardly laid out. So I go back around to go get stuff. I was like, I'll go get towels and things. We'll get them cleaned up. <laughs> it's fine. It's not a problem. I go back there to get this stuff. Then Matt walks around the corner <laughs> laughing. I'll let Brittany, because Brittany was in the room when this happened. I wasn't there. And Matt's just, just laughing. <laughs> into his hands because it's like so he way, doesn't know what to way, do. 
the way I understand it is Bob didn't throw up all that much. It was just a little bit. It wasn't that much. It was no. just that and it was yeah. there. It was on the air mattress and it was fine. It was all contained. It was like a little puddle right there. And the, like the sheets and things. There were zebra print sheets that we got right. from my brother. Like no one cared. Actually, we still yeah, have the sheets and you all still sleep on them. Right. No, I, I, I insist the half directly. the time on using them. It's like, no, no, I made this mess. <laughs> um, but this is where I, I rouse just a little bit to speak, isn't it? No, because I went back oh, to I'm get sorry. cleaning stuff. You speak when we start cleaning. I went oh, back okay. to go gather up the cleaning supplies, new blankets, new pillows, and all this stuff. And that's when Matt comes back just laughing. And I'm, that's like, I've got stuff in my arms, and he's just laughing at me. <laughs> so I'll let Casey and Brittany, the two, one was conscious, one had just regained consciousness <laughs> for what had happened while I was gone. So I am... I immediately remember waking up and my face is down in the, and I am nauseous and I, my face is down. I've got my head, my forehead on my arm laying on the, the table, kind of leaned over and I am super nauseous, just waking up ready to throw up. So, so pre Matt leaving the room, the reason he's laughing is because again, silently, it was interesting. No, no one makes noises when they do this uh, out of any of us for some reason. Um, I do. I make loud noises. <laughs> so Casey is is at this point. Okay, the thing to remember is this is like an an odd, elongated oval of a coffee table. Oval table about yeah. three feet wide, probably four feet long, something like. Yeah, that. we it, no longer it's a, have. This it's table. a strange shaped coffee table. So Casey is on the end of this oval, and um, he's got his arm out and head down, and then there's no sound. But then you see him kind of lurch. So, like, his back just kind of convulses, and suddenly a spew of puke <laughs> shoots across to the end of the coffee table. Some goes, like, drips over the onto the carpet. Um, uh, well, no, it wasn't on the carpet. It was on this, the rug, which the, 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 yes. the rug horrible is rug. in her parents' dining room to this day. <laughs> Well, because afterward we had to we cleaned that rug so much, like the amount of chemicals we had to put on that rug afterward, and then we it's left more, it out on the balcony to dry. And because like, the apartment reeked, not of oh, like yeah. vomit. It's more bleach than men now. It's twisted and evil. It is. Yeah. And I mean, and, and if you look at the rug today, you wouldn't be able to you tell flip that anything it over ever and happened. It tells the whole story. Yeah, it definitely seeped into it. It doesn't smell or anything, which is weird, but like it doesn't. Like, oh. it doesn't look like anything ever happened. But so, yeah, so Matt comes back because this, like, it, it just, it was like out of nowhere that it, it, Casey silently lurches and then the whole coffee table is just filled with vomit and it's just dripping off the sides. And then I and guess Matt, a very nice ho or a very nice guest, and swish <laughs> it back toward me toward the middle. <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, trying to, like, grab it from the edges, apparently, and, like, yeah. scooping it back in, like, no, 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 don't go anywhere. <laughs> I didn't have to see any of this, because that when Matt was laughing, he just kind of took all the supply, because I guess, you know, you all had had to do the same with him, like, the night before, <laughs> cleaning him up. So oh, he no, just, that's bad. He just came back, and he just, like, took all the cleaning stuff from like me. Like, rolls of toilet, or of paper towels. And, and that's what he's just like, you need to get more. And then he walked back into the other room. And I'm like, what? So I just, I'm like, okay. I start getting more towels and more things. And by the time I get back in there, I guess Matt has cleaned up the coffee table. So I did not have to bear witness to that. But there are still small piles of vomit 
off to the sides of the coffee table. And then there's so, still the issue of Justin. Okay. So, while I'm thinking of this, Casey, we forever know the time this took place, don't we? We do. Um, and the reason is because as soon as that all happened, I was lucky enough to uh, have, I don't know which person it was, but they, I, mean, I, I was thinking it was Chris, but it may have been somebody different. They were like, get to the shower. That now. was me. I was... Because you were covered. Because when you yeah. raked it back in, you just raked it in your lap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I it was, was like, I was trying to save your old furniture and be like, <laughs> no, don't go in the carpet. And I but guess no, it just... where you just thrown it all up, you just had this sudden burst of like, not, I want to call it sobriety. Like you were just suddenly <laughs> with it and together. And you're like, yeah, I've got to get in all the that, shower. All <laughs> that alcohol suddenly left his system. <laughs> yeah, I was good. I was sober at that point. And, but as so, soon as the shower was over, you were just back to the <laughs> that state. You hit the couch. I, uh, I do go and take the shower. I jump in with all my clothes on and, and <laughs> like wash all this vomit off of my, the front of me here. Um, and eventually I, at some point reach down in my pocket and realize my iPhone is still in there. So I go to try to press the button to turn the phone off and it won't turn off. It just keeps taking pictures and screenshots <laughs> because the other button is, uh, is lit up. So forever, I know the time that, uh, that this all happened. It was like one forty right. or two. No, 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 no. It was like three forty-two. Okay, probably a very so. Specific number. <laughs> I'm I've pretty sure it was like three in the morning, and I'm pretty sure it was like three forty-two. Is my is that my makes it was really late because Ian and his girlfriend at the time left around midnightish. That makes and a this lot was of like sense. hours of like building yeah. terribleness in our in our systems. Well, I remember if they were not serving food at Hopper House and we left whenever they stopped, basically stopped serving alcohol, then... It had been late. Yeah, it was pretty late. Yeah. But uh, either way, you know, now I know what my phone... So Chris brings me some pajama bottoms. I can't remember what they were, but they were some cartoony pajama bottoms. And uh, I was able to walk back out. So they're all cleaning still. And I remember walking over to the liquor cabinet and pouring a drink or opening a beer, <laughs> one or the other, and standing beside Matt at the sink while he's cleaning. <laughs> I, think opening, I think it was opening a beer because... <laughs> the sound is, yeah... Well, like I don't remember it, but I'm pretty sure from Matt's tellings of it, I'm pretty sure you just opened a beer. Yeah. <laughs> he opened, no, the fridge, at that time, it was Guinness, and you walked over and oh, you yeah. just cracked a fresh can of Guinness. <laughs> didn't bother, at the time, didn't even bother to pour it in anything, just opened the can and started going. It's like, yep. <laughs> After opening the can, I don't remember a whole lot, except until the next morning, I remember waking up sitting straight up in the couch like i didn't even lay down no, to go to bed it was you didn't you sitting oh yeah no you didn't because i remember waking up looking over and casey is sitting straight up like what happened and i'm like oh you're asleep <laughs> so okay we'll cut to again we'll flash back to justin during this time period who is oh, the whole time that casey started this because casey became immediate priority has still been laying there in his own throw up <laughs> Matt had at least before anything else would like whisked the watch off. Yes. Because he was like immediately the watch is too expensive, you know, that's it means something we have to get it off of him. He saved oh, the I watch. I didn't even notice anything was wrong with my shirt until Matt had I didn't notice anything was wrong until Matt had mentioned I'd thrown up and then I noticed the next morning that I had like flecks of of stuff on my shirt. I was like, "Oh, that did happen. There's proof." <laughs> yeah. Most of the vomit was on the air mattress and not yourself, which is when we're like well, that's lucky. We don't have to change him. <laughs> that is some awesome. sort of drunk baby. We just change the sheets. 
which we're able to do without rousing him. But while we are in the process of this, we're changing the sheets and uh, getting him a new pillow and all this stuff. And he like he's like, mm-hmm. and we're pulling the sheet out from under him, and he just like starts like smacking his lips and like starts like rustling around. And goes mm, bacon. And that's when, as Matt tells it, he looks over at you and says, "He's thinking about that mother hooch again, isn't he?" Yeah, that's <laughs> like he's thinking about that hooch. And then Matt just like nodding to himself and like he is. And then because you all hadn't explained the hooch to us, so Matt had to stop and go, "All right, story time." <laughs> yeah. So we're like, so, what? Moral of the story is, I apologize for ruining your all's carpet. I, I have no. It didn't I, ruin I, the carpet. It didn't even ruin the rug. It just took a lot of well, the rug, treatment. the rug, not the carpet, but the rug. I apologized for years. Every time <laughs> I would see you guys, going, guys, I'm so sorry about that night. I, I'm a bad person. They're like, it's fine. It happens to all of us. It's okay. No, you don't understand. I feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, so but, that was an interesting evening. Now your parents have something to remember us by. <laughs> Every time we go home, I think about I, that. I never knew that 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 carpet had gone to your parents. Well, and and it's because we cleaned it. Yeah, I mean, like it's there's no stain on the top of it at all. Like there is on the bottom, but like again, it there's no smell. There's no it looked like a normal rug if you just look at it. They wanted like, it. We told them the story behind it, but they're like, "It's cleaned, isn't it?" And we're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Well, we don't care." Well, all right. All right. Anybody else got a story or anything? Oh, like we that? have plenty more stories, but those are like the most damning stories. We may have more next year, and uh, next year is going to be like audience question, audience stories for next yes. year too. We that... will a good month beforehand. We will petition you all to submit your stories. We have just so you all know we have hung out ourselves on this. Uh, you know a lot of our terrible things now. <laughs> And if you think you can one-up those, then wait for next year. Feel free to write like, in. I, yeah. I save these stories for, like, really close friends of mine. Yes, this so is a... think of that, listeners. This You're is a... one of my friends. Public airing out of our... What we have considered close stories for only close friends, because you all are our close friends. Oh, isn't That's that special? Right. And yet, uh, all, after so... all this, we're still not sworn off of alcohol yet. No. We, we were even... <laughs> driven to make a podcast about it yeah like there may be something wrong with us (laughs) possibly but speaking of our close friends we have heard from one of you recently have we i thought we'd do what we're drinking i think we're counting this as like minor feedback it's minor feedback (laughs) it was Uh, a twitter conversation (laughs) yeah we're talking about tyler uh one of our good friends and uh tyler was letting us know about the okay someone knows how to say it socoveza socoveza from That's what I'm going with anyway. I don't know. Oh, because we couldn't. We were just. We couldn't bring ourselves to get it. We we're like, you know, it's it. We'd seen it selling out around us, and Tyler had to let us know that it is incredible. So Tyler, just so you know, we can't get into it yet. We did collapse in and uh, bought a sixer of it, and it has been uh, stored away in the elusive closet, waiting. You can probably kill the Halloween sounds. I hear the bats in the oh, background. Sorry. <laughs> oh, there are bats. <laughs> no, there's been screaming and chainsaws, and so if anyone's I've wondering bar- about that. I've, I've yes. barely heard them. Okay. But yeah, uh, Tyler, on your recommendation, we went ahead and bit the bullet. 
even though we were on our buying freeze because we'd seen a lot of the places around us, uh, a lot of our bottle shops sell out of it and have already gotten their second shipments in and their second shipments are already about to sell out. So we bought the $17 six pack. Holy crap. Yeah, it is 17 bucks for a six pack of this stuff. We complained about the the expedition. Yeah, never again. Which, looking around up here, they have expedition, and it's only like cents cheaper. Than I've just it was. never seen anything from Stone cost that much. But then I was like, I mean, we're gonna try it just because we need to try it, I guess. But we're like, gonna want to try crap. it because of the description, and you're like, oh. But uh, yeah, Tyler, just want to let you know, yes. And you also brought up uh, a good point on Twitter about the New England IPAs. And we will get to those. You are in a better position than us <laughs> to have location. You know, like you are located to where you can get fresh ones of these. Uh, we are not. We have no local breweries doing them at the moment. And as I don't think many of the national ones are distributing their versions of them yet, we have yet to have one. So we will do an episode on them, and hopefully we can get our hands on some by that point. Right, so now right. I think we're... Uh... Now let's uh, dive into what uh, what we're drinking. What are we drinking? Drink with me, friend. Uh, because we, again, as, as he mentioned at the top of the show, that we are still plowing through the pumpkin beers in our fridge, just because we had happened to get a, a few six-packs. Uh, I am drinking pumpkin ale from one of, actually, is it one of or the first? The first. The first um, pumpkin beer in... America's it's called America's original pumpkin ale, but it's from Buffalo Bills Brewery, and uh, we it was found the first it, craft variant. Yeah, the first craft one, obviously. It was back in the seventies, historically not so much, but um, uh, it's a uh, it's it's styled as a pumpkin slash yam beer. So it it it's got spices in it, but it's more about the pumpkin than anything else. Um, you kind of want to like learn the difference after you've had a few of them. Like there's. Like the pumpkin spice, which is like hardcore with the cinnamon and the you know all the all the different spices. Um, this is more of a of a sweeter taste, I think. Uh, it's six percent ABV, only twelve IBUs. Um, I really liked it, despite the rate beer rating of thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had one. Which the is other the day. lowest one I've ever seen. I think <laughs> I had one the other day, and I loved it. It was great. It's more. It's more gourd than spice. Yeah. Like the pumpkin really comes out. I mean, you could almost call I mean, it's not, it's but you could gourd, call it like it's a more fruit gourd beer. Than spice, twisted and evil. <laughs> but it, it's, I think it's really tasty. It, it's just, um, it, it reminds me of, um, oh, it, which only kind of makes sense, I guess, but like that taste you get from sweet potato casserole, <laughs> like the, 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 the little bit of sweetness. And then you may get some spices on the after effect. And that's kind of where this is at. Um, I, I'm i a big fan of it. I would definitely drink some more. And we've got the rest of the six pack to finish. But um, And it, it pours like a nice... It, it's an, it says it's an ale, but it pours um, almost like a stout or something. Uh, it's a nice it's dark really, color. really hard pour and dark color. Yeah. yeah, it's really dark. I had one the other day and was just like, oh! And I had to, I was like pushing it in her face going look at this smell it yeah so i, I don't think the the rate beer score is quite justified on this one but um I, so I, i'm gonna recommend it if anybody happens to catch any near you if you're into pumpkin beers yeah if you like pumpkin obviously right. if you don't like pumpkin as much you're not gonna like it anyway well okay uh Justin? Well, i've been i've been having uh, a beer from founders it's a uh it's a scotch ale style coming in at 11.6 abv 50 ibu Rate beer score of 100. 
it's their backwoods bastards. Mm. Backwoods bastards, sorry. Singular, not plural. It is delicious. I love that beer. And this is I, the most they've ever released. They still have shelves full of it up here. I found some in, I think, a Create Your Own, maybe. Oh. And well. I grabbed some and put it back in my fridge. And I, like, midway through the show, I switched from, like, my, my like, let's just keep drinking beer to the Backwoods Bastard. And, like, I had to stop from audibly just going, mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. God, it's so good. That beer is so amazing, and thanks to Casey, we've begun storing up for maybe a side-by-side flight in the future of them. Do a few years in a row. Yeah, because now we've got the 2015 and the 2016 bottles of in his cellar and in mine. So. Like, you can taste... Like it's It has a boozy flavor. It goes down kind of smooth. It has a very, like, you know, sort of nice mouthfeel. Like, like... Almost as it warms up, almost to like a, a like you can feel like almost a residue of something when you have the mouthfeel, but it's still like a great Scotch ale. Yeah. I'm going to come out and say this now. Me and Brittany had this discussion the other day. I don't like Scotch ales. I like Scottish ales because we've discussed the difference before. I love yeah, them. Right. Scotch ale, I've, I've put this to the test. Can't stand it. I've had, uh, What's the what's the base beer from Founders? I'm forgetting it. The what the other bastard? Uh, Ari- uh, uh, not arrogant, but uh, some other bastard, isn't it? Is it just dirty bastard? Dirty bastard. Yes. Can't stand it. Hate it. Had a bottle of it. I was like, oh, that's terrible. Backwoods. You throw it in a barrel. I love it. There's something about the bourbon sweetness added to it. It's the same with uh, Scotty Karate from Dark Horse. Hated the regular Scotty Karate. Oh, it was vile. I could not stand it. Barrel aged Scotty Karate. One of the best beers I've ever had. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You put that you put that bourbon sweetness in with the with the Scotch ales. Oh, so good. Yeah, and the the Backwoods Bastard is an ale aged in oak bourbon barrels, and it's oh my god, like it's so good. If you have the means, I highly recommend it. If you have the means, if you have the means, the means are ever if it's, like if it's if, if the means are if it distributes anywhere near you. Yeah, founders. Uh, all their beers this year, they have been able, because their new facility, they have that new aging facility for just experimental stuff. That's why we're getting so many weird beers coming up from them even. But they've been able to put so much of their other stuff out. That's why KBS, it was like twice as much came out this year as ever before. Yeah. Like they're just drowning the market in these amazing beers, and it's great. KBS was my fallback. Like if, if I didn't want to drink this when I was going to go grab some Drive my last bottle of KBS, but I may try to bring that up for for our uh, we got enough beers giving. We got mm-hmm. enough to go around for that. You can you can hold I on just, to those just... for your private for your private enjoyment. I will go ahead and say that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, I was drinking a Spooky Tooth. Brittany's already had one of these on the show, but it's for the Halloween badge. So I was like, yeah, let's do the Spooky Tooth uh, from Fathead. It is styled as a spice slash herb beer. Uh, 9% ABV, 22 IBUs, low on the IBUs. It's no uh, unsessionable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rate beer score of 95. So kind of high. Pretty high. It was, I liked it. It was really good. Uh, higher on the spice, there's like no pumpkin, but that wasn't part of it. Like that's why it's spice and herb. Mm-hmm. It was all spice 
and that was just the pumpkin spice. Just straight to your face <laughs> all through. It was good. We've got a couple more in the fridge. We'll get through them. I don't think I'll buy it again in the future. I mean, the 95, seeing as it's straight spice and herb beer, I could justify that. And the brewery, Fathead, just that name on it, I think kind of sells it. I've been thinking recently that after our Merit's in Bowl, we really just started adopting the, the the style of, like, would you buy, like, a, a drink of this, a six-pack or whatever. Mm. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, I think that, that'll that be another good thing to it's add. It's kind of like what these. they do on the Beerus, I think, isn't it? Uh, on Beerus, they give it a, a uh, what is it? A buy, try, or uh, don't bother or something like that. Buy, try, or, like, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we, I would definitely change our, our approach to it. But yeah, we we should totally do that. Yeah, I mean, it's sure. Ray Beer gives it a high score. So that yes. could just be my personal taste coming in. I would try it, but I won't buy it again. Casey, what uh, I can see on the dock here, you've had something uh, pretty up there, kind of on par with uh, Justin's selection. Getting all Yeah, I went with uh, <laughs> a Wicked Weed beer this week because... Um, it's kind of hot in the house. We've we've been cleaning the oven, and so it got a little warm inside today. Ooh, um, yeah. Oh lord. Um, no, I'm do, I'm doing the Wicked Weed Serenity, 100% Brett aged or Brett fermented beer, actually. So it even Ooh. not even secondary. It's just even primary uh, Brett fermentation. Oh, 5.5% ABV, but the hops in this it doesn't even list them anywhere. So that I found. So you know, minimal hops, nothing. Nothing special there. Rate beer score of 95. It's very refreshing, tart. Um, it's not as tart as some of the, the other bacteria-made beers, but it's got sort of that funkiness to it that I like, hmm. uh, a good hmm. sour beer. Yeah, I had a decent sour beer earlier today. but And I would buy, you know, these come in half-liter bottles, but I would buy a six-pack six of the half-liters. So. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. That was what we're drinking, and... Uh, we have one announcement still. I think this is probably the last episode with an announcement, considering it's next weekend. So yeah. by the time you're listening to this, it might be past it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you in the... Oh, depending, on when they, depending on when they're listening. Yeah. 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 Uh, those of you in the greater Cincinnati area, we will be live with uh, Cincy Brewcast at Braxton this coming Saturday, November 5th. Uh, I don't know the start time. They have it all over Facebook and everything. I think it's uh, 5 o'clock because I have just enough time to leave work and get up there in time. Yeah, uh, we're going to be with them. Uh, they're doing a big event to celebrate uh, Mike Cisnero. They're calling it uh, Big Sis. They're, they've brewed a beer in his honor. It's a Czech Pilsner. It was his favorite style, style of beer. Uh, he passed away very suddenly from a stroke. And uh, he was the lead on a podcast up here that covers the local scene. And they talk with all the brewers. They're, they're how we kept with our scene around here. And one of the reasons we didn't want to be a local podcast, that's why I've always told you all, to get with your local podcasts, they're going to be out there. Find any podcast in your area, uh, there's going to be a bunch of them. But we didn't want to interfere with them. They're such a big setup already. They do it perfectly talking with the brewers about all the beers and it's how we stayed in touch and they're still around. Uh, the gnarly gnome has taken over now and he reached out to us about coming on to promote the show. And that's awesome. We are, I mean, so honored to, Oh yeah. To be able to come up and just spout off a few words. But if you want to come down to Braxton with us and have some drinks, uh, it's going to be a good night. They're raffling off all kinds of stuff. And uh, all the proceeds are going 
to Mike's favorite charities. It's going to be a good time. I mean, it's going to be, there's going to be a while that's going to be remembering Mike. Things are going to liven up. I don't know if they have bands for that night or not, but it's going to be a good time down at Braxton. And we hope anyone in the area will be able to swing by with us and uh, actually see us at our first live showing of anything. (laughs) Or I don't know if they may be doing their uh, podcast live that night. They tend to do it sometimes live and put it out on Periscope. Huh. So you might be able to see us in the flesh up talking if uh, oh you God, can catch them. Oh God! Follow them on. Uh, Don't Twitter. look at me. Follow I'm hideous. Cincy Brewcast on Twitter and find them on Periscope, and you might be able to watch us live making fools of ourselves at our favorite drinking establishment. <laughs> okay, I just found the tra- charities. So like, it is one. It's one local, one um, national. It's Boy Scouts of America. And then um, locally, Red's Community Fund. Oh, okay. okay. Both those are good ones. All right, so that's going to wrap us up on announcements. Okay. Uh, Does anybody have anything else before we head out? Uh, I don't. Casey, uh, plug your uh, Twitch channel. Oh, yeah. So Mort Chateau. um, I'm sure it's linked on the side somewhere. But Mort Chateau on Twitch. uh, We just did that that last week we did the brew on there. So uh, you can see Bob and I putting together that, that beer. And so check it out there and I'll try to be streaming quite a bit more often um, at least twice a week, maybe three times a week is what I'm looking for right now. So check us out there on Twitch. Awesome. All right, cool. Um, subscribe and get some uh, great resources like that and others at um, have a drink show.com. And you can follow us at have a drink show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please remember to rate the show on iTunes to help spread the word. Yeah, and uh, please remember to tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, and uh, leave us some general feedback. Uh, you can use the email address at feedback at haveadrinkshow.com. You can also use the feedback 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 <laughs> page on the website. We had to change it all up, and that's messed everyone up. <laughs> But yeah, uh, even with this episode, guys, remember, all joking and fun aside, uh, we want to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. It's something that's been on our minds, and we had to start adding it in. It just, we want to make sure everyone is being responsible. All of our stories, if you'll recall, they're designated (laughs) drivers. Someone is sober and making sure everyone else is okay. So we hope. Also, a fair amount of regret (laughs) in Lots of regret. Lots and lots of regret, but you all, please take care of each other. It's very important to us that you do. So check us out in another couple of weeks for our next episode. Once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. I'm Justin Frazier. I'm Christopher Walker. And I'm Casey Price. See you next time. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.